93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Tuesday. It is January 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A woman who says she was a 16-year-old sex trafficking victim when she killed a man in 2004 was granted clemency Monday by Tennessee governor and will be released from prison later this year. Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam granted clemency to Centoya Brown, who had been serving a life sentence but who will be released on parole on August 7th, 15 years from the date she was first arrested. Centoya Brown committed, by her own admission, a horrific crime at the age of 16, yet imposing a life sentence on a juvenile that would require her to serve at least 51 years before she would be eligible for parole consideration is too harsh, especially in the light of the extraordinary steps Mrs. Brown has taken to rebuild her life, the governor said in a statement. Yeah, I was reading her story, and it was, I mean, she was in a really bad way. Uh, She was in a horrible world, and... and, um, uh, but she's been, you know, a model prisoner, and and uh, honestly, I, I I think it worked out right that she's out. Thirty-year-old Brown will, will be coming out. Will remain on parole supervision for ten years on the condition she does not violate any state or federal laws, holds a job, and participates in regular counseling sessions. While in prison, Brown completed her GED and took college class- classes. She's currently one course away from finishing her bachelor's degree. While law enforcement officials opposed the clemency, arguing Brown was not justified in killing forty-three-year-old Johnny Allen, celebrity like Kim Kardashian and singer Rihanna spoke out for Brown. The governor's office received thousands of phone calls and emails from supporters. Brown was convicted in 2006 of murdering Allen, a Nashville real estate agent. Police said that she shot Allen in the back of the head at close range with a gun she brought to rob him after he picked her up at a drive-in theater in Nashville to have sex with her. Brown's lawyers contended she was a sex trafficking victim. According to court documents, Brown ran away from her adopted family in Nashville in 2004 and began living with a man known as Cutthroat in a hotel who then forced her become, to become a prostitute. Court documents say the man verbally, physically, and sexually assaulted her. Like, brutally so. Yeah. The New York Police Department has been searching a landfill in Berks County in connection with a possible homicide. Pennsylvania State Police are assisting the investigation at the Conestoga Landfill in Carnarvon Township. Uh, an NYPD spokesman says that the possible homicide occurred in New York City. Officials say there is no reason for the public to be concerned. Uh, weather cut the search short on Monday, but NYPD officers could return later this week. The partial federal government shutdown has dragged on for more than two weeks, but eligible American taxpayers can still look forward to their tax refunds. The IRS, despite operating on a skeleton workforce, will pay tax refunds, the Wall Street Journal reported, citing the White House Office of Management and Budget. The acting director of the OMB told reporters on Monday that the administration is trying to make the shutdown as painless as possible, consistent with the law. Earlier, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said her caucus intends to pass individual bills to reopen certain agencies, including the Treasury Department, in hopes that the taxpayers would receive refunds. The skeleton workforce is very impressive, Preston, because they move around the office, it sounds like xylophones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just unbelievable. In sports this morning. (laughs) Ball sacks are yummy. The Flyers dropped their seventh straight game, falling to the St. Louis Blues 3 nothing last oh, night man. at the center. Yeah, it's brutal. Jordan Bennington stopped. What's going on 
with you. 25 shots for a shutout in his first NHL start. Former Flyer Braden Shen scored in what was relatively an easy night uh, for Bennington, a third-round pick in the 2011 draft who became the 35th goalie in NHL history to record a shutout in his first career start. In the com- Eastern Conference, the Otto- uh, only Ottawa... Ha- only Ottawa, how about that, has fewer <laughs> points than the Flyers with this seven-game stretch in which they've gone 0-5-2. They're back in action tonight with the game in Washington against the Stanley Cup champions, uh, <laughs> Capitals, and the puck drops at 7.30 going to be an awesome morning. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence best for 347 yards and three touchdowns. And the second-ranked Clemson Tigers easily beat number one Alabama 44-16 to in college football playoff national championship game. Well, I know why you're having difficulty because you've been rehearsing with the mamas and the papas, Kathy. <laughs> in the fourth consecutive playoff meeting, beating the Tigers and tied Clemson even the series and beat Alabama for the national championship for the second time in three seasons. Clemson is the first team in the AP poll era, which goes back to 1930. 36 to finish a season with a perfect record of 15 and 0. The Sixers, who have won three straight games, begin the first half of a home and home tonight as they host the Washington Wizards. 40 games into the season, the Sixers are 26 and 14 and are in fourth place in the East, just mm. three games behind Milwaukee. Tip off in South Philly is set for seven o'clock, and the Eagles are still the Super Bowl yeah. champs. Nice. And that's what I have for you this morning. Right, thank you very much, Kathy. I what? assume that's in reference to her. <laughs> what do they call that garment? Yeah. What is uh, it? I don't know. Is it just a regular? Because it's it's like straight out of Mamas and Papas and Janis Joplin. Oh, what, and, like what is yeah, what yeah. I'm wearing called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the vest. Yeah, it's like a, a longer. Yeah, I guess okay. you could call it a vest. It's a vest with a uh, with a, like a leopard print on it. And Marissa's got something very well, not similar, but that's yeah, kind of sixties ish. Yeah, uh, very retro here. Very very cool look about it. <laughs> I like that, Marissa. That thing's cool. You, that's the first time I've seen you wear that. By the way, thank you. It's brand new. I wore it on New Year's Eve. Ah, what nice. would you call that? Um, it's. Uh, it looks like a sheepdog. Is what I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks like she's wearing a sheepdog. If you've ever seen the cover of Beck's Odelay album, yes, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. Marissa's wearing right now. Whatever yeah. the kind of dog that is, it has dreadlocks all over it. That's the type of thing. Is this sheep a vest? Yeah. That's a vest. This is a jacket. That yes. goes, but it's so long. Kathy's got. Sleeves. We'll talk later. Talk yeah. later. <laughs> we'll, do this on we'll just keep we'll calling you Michelle Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, welcome, dear friends, to a Tuesday morning, the President Steve Show. We have some things going on that I think you will like. We have number. One chance for you to win a thousand dollars and possibly a ten thousand dollar grand prize nice. uh, through MMR's Go Fund Yourself, and we will do that starting at 8 a.m. There are five times that you can win each day: eight, eleven, one, four, and six. And what you have to do is you got to get you got to get the MMR app or go to wmmr.com. It's not a texting thing, but it's so simple to do. The app is free. You're going to find that you end up using it a lot, and you might use it to win some goodies and sometimes some cash just like this. So yes. I'll give you the details on the code word that you're going to need, special keyword, actually, and uh, you'll need to enter it via the app. So that's coming up around 8 a.m., courtesy of our friends at Armor Metals and Recycling. We also have our friend Kevin Crowley. Wow. Returning to our microphones. Kevin is a former Philadelphia wing and now a current Philadelphia wing, which is really cool. I love this. Is back in Philly, and the next game is going to be Saturday against Georgia at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, Kevin's a longtime friend, so he's going to be stopping in this morning, and uh, we'll be happy to spend some time with him. Uh, we also have some friends uh, stopping in. Uh, the Steam Pub will be in today, <laughs> and they have a uh, a couple of things going on, which I'll reveal a little bit later. I'm going to get all the details, hopefully some giveaways for you. So uh, we'll let you know when those guys get here. And, yes, I, I do indeed have some gift cards to give away, so we'll do that. And we have a new way. It's it's a It's a new year, a new era. 
for the President and Steve show for Tattoos Day. Yes. It's taking a new form. Okay, and the, this is the way things are going to work. Oh, gone are the days of you having to get up early and coming here to our studio to receive the tattoo <laughs> in our makeshift tattoo parlor. It became which an is issue. The production studio, by the way, <laughs> yes. where people are actually trying to work, believe it or not. And so it's just uh, got to be a bit much. We've been doing it for 13 years here. Long, long time. I don't know. I wish I could get the exact number on how many uh, bodies we've tattooed in our studios here, but not to mention, I mean, um, this is like the trash shoot in Star Wars. This this office, everything is kind of shrinking yes. and kind of going away. So well, you as, know, as construction is going, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly right. So space is limited, and there's not just there's not as much room as there used to be to openly bleed. But I think this is I think this is better than. Uh, well, I don't know. Perhaps you reveal and uh, yeah. Well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have your chance, you tattoo aficionado or desiree. Um, we have a text opportunity for you to win a chance to get. The Preston and Steve tattoo. And the way this will work is you will receive a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo. Awesome. The tattoo does have to include the Preston and Steve show somewhere in there. So keep that in mind. And uh, it's very, very simple. You will call and you will make an appointment. And you'll get the tattoo done. We will see the results of that. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure that we give uh, a, a mention to you and, of course, Philadelphia Eddie's. And we'll post the tattoo on social media. And it'll work that way. And it might be easier than having to get here at 7 o'clock in the morning on a work day. You can work this out with Philadelphia Eddie's. But uh, we'll make yeah. sure that that gets taken care of. And then we'll we'll find out how, when you need to make the appointment. You can make it whenever. I mean, it, you're going to make it for, you know, whatever's most convenient for you and the tattoo artist. Okay. We certainly so, know the tattoo artists are going to love it more because well, it's yeah. always been a bit of a bitch for them to get in here. It was always a struggle. I mean, when we started this with RC years and years and yeah. years ago, RC would come in because... No, no, tattoo artists don't they're not morning people they're not they're, they're, they're going to bed about now yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean so um yeah it so works. uh it's world famous uh philadelphia eddie's tattoo 621 south 4th street and south philly you can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like don Juan, and you can see his work on instagram at don Juan tattoos or philadelphia eddie's tattoo.com so here's what you do Text tattoo to three nine three three three, and we're going to pick a random winner from that. It's that simple. I mean, hundreds of people have President Steve tattoos that we've done over the years, <laughs> so it will continue in a more manageable way. So just keep in mind, you have to represent the show somewhere in your tattoo. So we're going to try this out, see how it works. It could be an abysmal failure, but I, I feel good about it. Yeah. So text the word tattoo. Make sure you spell that correctly. T a t t o o. Uh, to uh, three nine three three three, and you might win. So I'll remind you of that through the course of today, and we'll do that every Tuesday for as long as that works out. So these things and more throughout the course of the day. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report is up for first. You know that, and we'll do the super question with some giveaways. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment. This ninety three three WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like you to make it a perfectly personal new year with our friends at Hannah Stone. Make it personal. Make it about you. You spend enough time over the holidays thinking about everybody else. Let's think about you now. There's over 50 locations of Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa in Delaware, South Jersey, Philadelphia, the Lehigh Valley, and the spa services start at just $59.95. Take a look at what I'm talking about. Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. Go to handandstone.com today. Prince Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a stupid question this morning and give away a pair of tickets to see 
It's not you, it's me from uh, Second City. That's coming up at the Kemmel Center January 30th, February 2nd. So I love uh, word and phrase origins. I have a book uh, in my bathroom at home, and every now and then I'll... When I go in to spend some time, if I forget my phone or whatever, I will pick up the book and I'll start flipping through it. The technical phrase is anamame, correct? (laughs) Anamame. Uh, No. So the phrase, hands down. Hands down. Refers to what sport? Interesting. 215-263-WMMR. Hands down. Mm -hmm. The phrase, hands down, refers to what sport? Let's hear another answer. Call now, 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to go through some birthdays while we are awaiting your answer this morning. Uh, today is Tuesday, January 8th, and we celebrate with a legendary musician by the name of Mr. Robbie Krieger, Whoa. guitarist for The Doors. That's right. Uh, I believe Robbie wrote Light My Fire. Yes, he did. And yes, and he might have wrote, written uh, Riders on the Storm. He, you know, you, obviously Jim was the star. He, he was the band. Yeah. But he certainly would have never reached that success without... Guys like Robbie Krieger and uh, everybody, uh, Jonathan Densmore and uh, uh, Ringo. No, not Ringo. <laughs> Ray Manzarek. Ray Manzarek. Yeah. Thank you very much. Ray Manzarek was <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, he's since passed, unfortunately. I, you know that Ringo's the, great, but you know, yeah. he's the, not doors the Doors for me. I, I I actually will go through a period where I'll listen to a lot of the Doors and then. Go away for 10 years. I got to be in the mood. Yeah, exactly. Doors of the exactly, band, yeah. you got to be in the mood. For me personally, that you got to be in the mood for because they're a moody band. Do you know what I do have recollections, though, Preston? When I was in third grade, we lived in California for about eight or nine months and going through Laurel Canyon, which was like California, California, Doors territory, yeah. listening to the Doors. Cool. And that's burned into my mind. It's yeah. such a cool memory. Uh, listen, I, I don't know how true to life the uh, Oliver Stone movie is, but we watched it religiously in college. Great movie. It, 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 took, it. it took some liberties, but it's essentially the story. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. obviously when you're talking about, and it, with like Bohemian Rhapsody pressing, taking years and years and you're trying to consolidate it down to two hours, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you have to you have to make some omissions. Exactly. Same type of thing. So, I, I you know, that's why I kind of gave uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody some, some license, license yeah. to go ahead because listen, you can't, it's a, it's a long history. But Robbie Krieger, outstanding guitarist of the door, 73 years old today. Uh, we were just off air talking about R. Kelly. It's his birthday oh, today. This, guy. this series on Lifetime. No. Yeah, yeah, Robert Kelly. Yeah, and uh, Preston. Everyone who sees it and celebrities all over the place, like John Legend, and everybody has come out asking, "Why is he not in jail?" <laughs> I mean, and I, so I'm so intrigued. I'm going to binge it because it's. Mm. Uh, but the the stuff that's apparently depicted in this in this limited series about his crimes and his eccentricities and all this other kinky crap yeah. is just disgusting. Exactly. Oh so gosh. it's bizarre, man. Yeah. What's it on? Lifetime. Uh, Lifetime. Biggest okay. series they've ever had. So he is uh, 52 years old today. Uh, I know, Case, I'm, I'm having you uh, juggle a bunch of different pieces of music, but uh, let's go with this one. Bob Eubanks, the newlywed game. Oh. Oh. You have that theme song handy? I do, but... I was, when you said that, I was thinking Mr. Belvedere. Who's that guy? <laughs> Mr. Belvedere? I don't know. The, the Bob Euchre. Bob Euchre. No. <laughs> Bob Euchre's a, yeah, a wholly different Not, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Casey, Bob. also see if we have the outtake, the uh, classic outtakes. Oh, yes. Uh, Bob Eubanks of the Newlywed Game. One of the best hosts ever, to be honest. Uh, he was so smooth on that show. And that show was a boundary pusher. Big it time. was considered scandalous. Yeah. Uh, so Bob Eubanks is celebrating his 81st birthday today. 
Uh, here we go. This, this is some old uh, bloopers. Yes. Uh, from that you may not have heard ever from the newlywed game. Go ahead and uh, hit a case. Okay, gentlemen. Five point question. What will your wife say is your favorite vitamin? Ed, what will your wife say is your favorite vitamin? Favorite vitamin? Um. Well, she likes videotaping me having sex with animals and then setting bums on fire. <laughs> he, he totally didn't know what a vitamin was. Oh, oh my God. And Boy, there's a lot of jacks. Yeah, here's another one. Okay, gentlemen, 10-point questions now. What will your wife say is her favorite color? Ed, what will your wife say is her favorite color? Uh, favorite color? She likes when I pee on her. Oh, my God. <laughs> And he just didn't know what color meant. And it's, uh, it's very R. Kelly. If that's what, to think about it. That, that's what made that show so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. Was, they had these rubes. Bob Eubanks is 81. Uh, Shirley Bassey. Yeah. Come on. Pretty girl, beware of his What about you? I do too. <laughs> she can wail, man. Yeah, she Still can. can. Sexy woman too, and yeah. she's eighty-two years old, Casey. She mm. might surpass your your uh, no your limit of eighty. She's no. pretty hot, man. I'm I saw her at the at the, at the Oscars, Oscars. So they did the tribute a few years ago, and number one, she could still belt that out. Number two, she was a very glamorous, beautiful looking woman. Do we have diamonds? And very, very yes. Uh, you said it. You said it all. Uh, diamonds are forever, by any chance? Because it's I very Goldfinger esque. Diamonds know. are forever. I think the only thing we have is Goldfinger. You so never know, Preston. I'm going to take a look. See here. Um, how old is Barbara Eden? Because she may. She's 80. She yeah. may um, Surpass stretch your, my, your limit, stretch yeah. my limits. Yeah. Stretch right. your limits. <laughs> 87. Oh, my. Whoa. And she looks great. She does look great. She looks great. Uh, okay, so Shirley Bass is 82. Uh, no, Ra- I don't. I don't have. All right, no problem. Rachel Nichols, actress. Uh, she was in G.I. Joe, The Rise of the Cobra. Oh, my God. That's, she won the Oscar for that. Uh, <laughs> Criminal Minds, she's on that show. Uh, she's 39 today. Very attractive young lady. And then the last birthday, Steve, I saved the best for last. Larry Storch. Larry Storch. Larry Corporal Agarn. is 96 today. Love Larry Storch. Agarn of, uh, of F Troop. And then, of course, you probably would have seen him on the Hollywood Squares. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, any, yeah. Any other thing out at that Love time. Boat. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that that character Agarn was great. Agarn and Sergeant O'Rourke yeah. were, the, were the comedy duo. Uh, well, he Sergeant Mark was a straight man. Agarn was the uh, the conniving corporal. Yeah, and I love that show. Hey, can you find that anywhere? Is that uh, yeah. show up on yeah. Boomerang or Antenna TV? Anywhere? It's on Amazon Prime. I think you know sometimes okay. they sort of fluctuate in and out. Like the library will appear for a while and then go away, like like they do on Netflix. Yes. But yeah, it's available. Hey, I uh, want to send another happy birthday wish out, and I will never forget this birthday because it's the same day as Elvis's birthday. Uh, but I want to wish a happy. <laughs> 40th birthday to my sister-in-law, Marisa, uh, married to my little brother. Happy birthday, Marisa. Oh, she's, happy birthday. she's adorable. Yes, she is. Uh, she's so sweet. And it would have been uh, Elvis's 84th birthday today. My biggest regret is that I've never got to meet Marisa. Yes. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's from Brazil. Happy birthday. Yes, Curitiba. Hey, to everybody. 
All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, the phrase hands down refers to what sport? 215263WMMR uh, is a number. And it was Margie, I believe, that got in. Hey, Margie, good morning. Oh, good morning. Uh, Margie, do you know what sport the phrase hands down refers to? Uh, yes, horse racing. Yes. Horse Ooh. racing. They have hoops. I'll explain Ooh. in just a moment. Margie, hang on a second. We are going to give you a pair of tickets to see It's Not You, It's Me, The Second City. Latest laughter-inducing undertaking from the world-famous comedy company live at the Kimmel Center, and that will be January 30th, February 2nd. Your friends, your parents, even your blind date will find something achingly familiar to laugh at. Tickets and information at KimmelCenter.org. So you understand it? Yes. I, it I, well, I get it now. Well, it's got to be because the horses are uh, uh, measured in hands, right? Incorrect. Okay. It means that. So when when you uh, when it's hands down, you are by far, without question, uh, that is it's, that it's incontrovertible. Is the case? No yeah. question. So it is in when a when a horse and jockey have such a large lead that the jockey could lower his hands. Slackening his hold on the reins and wind hands down, uh, as opposed to hands up on the reins. So that's where that phrase came down. I think I'm going to go watch Sea Biscuit right now. There you go. All right, let's get into some of the entertainment stuff. Um, disgraced Oscar winner Kevin Spacey appeared before a judge in Massachusetts yesterday to face charges that he abused a then 18 year old boy in 2016 at the arraignment. Nantucket District Court Judge Thomas Barrett ordered Spacey to stay away from his accuser and family. And this is according to uh, the accuser's lawyer, Mitchell Garbedian, said, By reporting the sexual assault, my client is determined and encouraging voice for those victims not yet ready to report being sexually assaulted. Uh, this was in a statement that uh, they made before the hearing. Right, right before, yeah. And he said, my client is leading by example. Spacey faces felony indecent assault and battery charges. And during the hearing, which took 10 minutes, Spacey reportedly showed no emotion. Uh, the defense lawyer, Alan Jackson, entered a not guilty plea on Spacey's behalf. He also secured the cell phone data of the accuser, which he said will harbor helpful social media messages and texts that will boost Spacey's case. Do we have the awkward audio of when the judge revealed that he called his grandmother Gum Gum? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't that know. is no, very... I, uh, we, I, uh, no, I don't have it. Okay, because it's very powerful. Jackson told the court uh, this is the this is data that we believe is not only potentially... Uh, oh, my God, there's a word I know, no. Sacrosanct? Exculpatory. Exculpatory. Exculpatory, uh, but likely exculpatory for Mr. Spacey. That's when you put a camera up your butt? That's what I thought. That's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, exculpatory is um, would be clearing the defendant. Uh, I'm not familiar with legalese. Oh, yeah. this, this data we believe is not only potentially exculpatory, but likely exculpatory for Mr. Spacey. So I don't know. All right, so there we go. Uh, I simply don't want to see any of that data. So why are they putting a camera up his butt? <laughs> Well, who knows how far Mr. Spacey I know, got. yeah. Well, there was, uh, maybe there's some residue. Uh, so, anyhow, I said, I don't want to see any of that data deleted, destroyed, even inadvertently. Yes. Uh, in court documents, Jackson claims the accuser is unreliable and created, quote, an entirely false persona during their alleged 2016 meeting. He said, in fact, aside from his name, everything the victim told Mr. Fowler was a lie. I was right. In point of fact, the victim was, what are you right about? The victim was 18 years old, not in college, and had taken a summer job bussing tables on the island. Who is Mr. Fowler? Ricky They're... Fowler, the golfer. Oh, he was taking pictures. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> yeah. 
He's just taking pictures. Yeah. They just mentioned Mr. Fowler. Oh. This is years ago before his professional career. Yeah. They're trying to make right. that, that predatory bastard. So exculpatory <laughs> evidence is evidence. Exculpatory evidence is evidence favorable to the defendant in a criminal trial that exonerates the and tends or <clears throat> tends to exonerate the defendant of guilt. So there was the, the initial, one of the initial charges was from a guy, if you remember, and I think this might be the guy that they're speaking of. He was in a play with Spacey. He was 15 or 14 at the time. Uh, went to a uh, party at at Spacey's uh, apartment, a Broadway show party. Is that what we're talking no, about? No, no. This, this, this guy is a busboy. A busboy. Yeah, who was 18 years old. Oh, all right. Uh, at oh, there the we time. go. So, oh, um, yeah, and, the guy uh, you're talking about is the one who, like, really, he's the one who opened the door for all of Started the balls stuff. rolling. Yes. Correct. Correct, yes. Uh, so the next pre-trial hearing is set for March 4th. The judge ruled that Spacey does not have to appear in person but needs to be available. Uh, he was mobbed by reporters when he entered and left the court. And this is the first formal charge that Spacey has faced, though 30-plus men have come forward to share allegations of sexual misconduct. There's word he left when he left the area. He left in a private jet. Oh, really? I think it's his jet. Uh, if convicted on all charges, Spacey faces five years behind bars. So we will see where this goes, and we will let you know. After Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Motion Picture Drama and Best Actor on Sunday Night Ceremony uh, at the Golden Globes, controversy and questions around the musical biopic were reignited. The question uh, marks are hovering around the fired but credited director Brian Singer, just weeks before wrapping, the X-Men director was given the boot and replaced with Dexter Fletcher. He was reportedly fired because he vanished for extended periods and clashed with star Rami Malek, and he's also been accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, the strategy the cast and crew deployed was not just addressing, was to just not address Singer at all. During his acceptance speech, Malek thanked uh, several people but never mentioned Singer. Many on social media savaged the win, bemoaning the recognition of a known pedophile garnered, some did, uh, while asked backstage about not mentioning Singer, he avoided the question altogether, redirected the topic back to the film. Do we know? So we're, we're assuming then, by what you said and what people have said before, just before wrapping up, that Singer basically completed the film. Yeah, it was like yeah. three weeks, and then was fired. Uh, yes. So, so like maybe things like like additional dialogue looping or stuff like that. But mm-hmm. so it is. It is his movie. Yeah. Uh, so when asked about it, uh, uh, Rami Malek said uh, the one thing we needed to do was uh, celebrate Freddie Mercury in this film. Uh, and he said nothing was going to compromise us in giving him the love and celebration he deserves. So he kind of <laughs> sidetracked it by doing that. So do you, when you uh, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie when it becomes available in just a couple of weeks. But would you say that the movie highlights, um, gives fair treatment to, it's not just a Freddie Mercury love story, it, it celebrates the band and their contributions to the overall sound of the music. It does, but the only member of the band that they really develop is Freddie Mercury. Okay. So right. yes, it celebrates the band. It's not just about Freddie Mercury. Right. But the only band member that they go into their personal life really is Freddie. Okay. And that's right. it. But it's, you know, it's, it's the band's success as well. So... Uh, the story is mainly about him, but it, I really enjoyed it. Hey, just going back to Kevin Spacey real quick. Mm-hmm. His real last name is Fowler. It's Kevin oh, Spacey. Oh, Fowler. Thank you, thank you for cleaning that, that up. up. That's not the golfer. Oh, it was so no, it wasn't Ricky Fowler. No, I, I mean, no. I don't know that he wasn't taking pictures, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Who says that he? You know, he never could know. have been there. Right. Uh, so the season has just begun, but The Bachelor <laughs> has already worn out its virgin angle with star Colton Underwood. 
This is the 26-year-old former NFL player's third round with the Bachelor franchise. May I admit something? Yes. I DVR'd it. Did you really? Yeah. Right. I, I, I meant did. to remember, I, I said I was going to watch it this season. Yeah. Did it start? Last night. Yeah, last <laughs> night. Yeah, it was the first. It was the, the cars show up and uh, the girls get out and it's uh, the beginning. Off and running. What I didn't know is this This is his third round with the franchise yes. after stints on The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. And the R. Year. Kelly series on Lifetime. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a major part of his storyline on Becca Cuffrin's season of The Bachelorette focused on him claiming to be a virgin and Becca sending him home right before the infamous and elusive fantasy suite round Ooh. where each of the three remaining contestants spends a night alone in a hotel room with the lead. Uh, now he's the star of this season's uh, this season and Bachelor producers are milking his storyline for all it's worth. Oh and, <laughs> and according to this uh, particular review, it gets old very fast. Oh. Of course. And so the big thing is even in the trailers for it, I think I just took your V card. <laughs> <laughs> things are off the rails. Yeah. Um, all right, so hang on a second. Uh, remember, what was it? Not Joe Millionaire. Maybe it was Joe Millionaire. The one where, like, the chick apparently, what, performed oral? Yes, the- yes, right, in other right. words, to secure and- a, a, a win. Right, uh, right, right, and and, um, and as it turns out, it was Joe Millionaire. They just used audio from something else, and, yes, and yeah. it, it was like maybe her like they, 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 slurping a milkshake or something. like that. They go off into the hedges, right, right, yeah. and, and then you hear like a slurping noise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, that tastes terrible. <laughs> By the way, so my wife is watching whatever channel she watches, and I I saw. Uh, the, have you guys ever seen? Um, uh, Temptation Island. Yeah. yeah. Years ago. Yeah, it's been a long ago. time. I haven't seen it in a while. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, every single member of this cast is stunningly, perfectly hot. Where do they get all these people well, from? That, well, you're not going to be tempted from... I you know. know. So so that's why they... they yes, of course, they're unbelievable. And that's why I watched it. I did a parody called Temptations Island. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. the... Uh, yeah, you remember the uh, they stuck the Temptations on one side and, and the, all the women slept with them. Yeah. But the... Um, uh, yeah, of course. It, like, if you want to see the equivalent of that, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is unbelievably hot. But the, right. but the thing about Temptation Island is these couples come on, yes, and then they meet all these single people. Yeah. I'm being, then, I'm being. Dude, I thought our relationship could withstand. I, yes, this. exactly. That's the whole premise. And yeah. they want to break their apart. Shocked when the other one <laughs> cheats on them. Yeah, you know that. You know that bodybuilder on the other side of the island <laughs> with the nine foot dong. I can't believe he did that. I strayed. Yeah. The entire song is is human by the Human League. Uh. All right. So so the point I'm making is. Uh, that one episode was like groundbreaking. It was like earth shattering. <laughs> Nothing had it ever been all the time. Now now. It's, it, oh, right, yeah. so- it happens all the time. Yep. It happens all the time on the on uh, uh, Big Brother. Yeah, you know, now it's 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 quite common for the uh, contestants to to bang each other. All right, so this dude is a virgin, right? But like in years, so he claims. In, in, in years past, he's plugging holes like all season long, right? I'm not sure. Okay. I, 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 you know, I, I, I know what I get just from a uh, anecdotal level. I, I haven't watched a lot of them. Okay. This dude was in the NFL. <laughs> He's on the third Bachelor show. Yeah, yeah. There's no way in hell this guy's a virgin. <laughs> I mean, no, no way. A bud version. A bud version. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it there. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Everything else, yeah. But he loves her. And I meant my butt. <laughs> I, uh... Uh, so we have a clip from him, right, Case? We do. 
Yeah, you can you can judge for yourself the sincerity, and, and uh, okay. the, the host is asking what he's had to deal with with uh, uh, being labeled the virgin. That's that's sort of the stigma around being a virgin is oh he's not romantic, right. oh he's not going to be um, a good bachelor. He's not a man. Yeah, I, that, and that that got thrown at me. <laughs> I, I didn't I mean, say that. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's I am I'm not waiting for a ring. I'm not waiting for marriage. I'm waiting to be in love. I'm waiting for it to feel right to take our relationship to the next step. Wants to be in love. You want to be in love. Yeah. So it's like uh, you're not you're not a man. Well, they didn't say that. Like you have a small yeah. penis. I didn't say that either. Yeah. That's got to be BS. I you're not a man. I, you would. It strains credulity, right? Yeah. Now, as, as Preston pointed out, you're in the NFL. You look like this guy. No. And, well, and he's not holding out for marriage. Right. To, to clarify, Let's he's not holding out for religious reasons. Yeah. He's holding out for love. love. <laughs> he's actually just lying. Yeah. yeah. I well, think it's all exculpatory. It's personally. all exculpatory. <laughs> you sound like... Uh, I had that, to pull that story yeah, back out of the trash and look that it. word up. <laughs> Was it? it was Roxanne, right, where he learns, like, the word extemporaneous. Yes, and, then and he can't <laughs> stop using it. Yeah. He doesn't know what it means. Your, your love is very <laughs> extemporaneous. <laughs> love you. Exculpatory. I feel so exculpated. <laughs> Becca, when I exculpate you tonight, you're going to need some sand. <laughs> but we should get a real 3D rendering of your colon. Oh, my Jesus. So, uh, multiple live move any tags. Multiple live viewing parties help make this season opener a whopping three hours long. Steve, I know you DVR'd it three hours. So I did, and, and the the Oof. the whole arrival. It, so they, you know, he stands out in front of the bachelor house, which, by the way, was saved by the um, from the fires. Yes, oh, yeah. uh, they managed to, to keep that thing intact. Thank God. So he's, I know, he's standing out inside, <laughs> outside, and they all arrive in their limos. So everyone now, it's the thing. How are you going to come out and introduce yourself? They had one of the uh, bachelorettes faked an Australian accent. Another one came out dressed as a sloth and what? methodically, slowly walked over to him. Oh, how did that what? work out? I still have to see. I just, I've heard what that happened. sounds <laughs> painful. I know. I know. Uh, to watch. I know. Oh, my God. Well, there was a... And then uh, someone, I think another one had goggles on and said, I think I hear you're swimming in a bunch of bitches. <laughs> I wear goggles when you're not near. When you are not near. <laughs> I wear goggles when you, you are, are not near. near. <laughs> uh, but there's a rotating cast of franchise favorites, including Bachelor in Paradise assistant bartender Wells Adams. Assistant bartender. Oh, mind you. Assistant has, bartender. She hasn't made it to full bartender oh, yet. Oh, it's a woman. Uh, yes. And uh, hmm. former Bachelorette Caitlin Bristow and infamous shark girl Alexis Waters. Shark? Shark. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, like shark girl. Who are you? Yeah. Oh, oh I'm the shark girl. Maybe, oh. maybe my scent will remind I love that. You. I love that smell. Yeah. I love that sound. Look at pudding. No, don't eat that. Don't eat that. Look at pudding. If if I was known as shark girl, I would give up my reality career forever. Right? Shark girl. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be shark girl. I love gonna... shorts. It's shark with a K. Okay. Shark girl. <laughs> Look at pudding. Look at... <laughs> you, live, you live pudding on the love seat. Okay. Well, the Bachelor has begun, so we get to have fun with that uh-huh. for the, the whole season. Uh, oh, my God. If this is true, um, 
I need to find something out. Saturday Night Live star Pete Davidson appears oh, to be yeah. bouncing back after a split from uh, Ariana Grande, posting an alarming Instagram note a few weeks ago. We all know this. Now, he was spotted leaving the Netflix Golden Globes party with Kate Beckinsale. This is true. There are there pictures. I mean, I yeah. saw pictures. So they were flirting all night and sipping Moe champagne, a spy says. Uh, they were outside on the patio and left together. Love uh, you. It's not mm. Davidson's first dive back into the dating pool. He was spotted on a date with uh, a date at Carbone last month with a mystery woman. Uh, Beckinsale was most recently linked to British comedian Jack Whitehall. So I guess she, you know, she's got a place for comedians. And he, Davidson, has this um, sheepish, lovable. Yeah. Way about him. He apparently is super well endowed. That's the rumor. So and she's 45. He's 25. Wow. Oh, he's that young? Yeah, I think he's 25. Wow, okay. That's a big Can you age. do a quick check on that, Nick? Yeah. I, I thought there was a 20-year spread. That's a big age difference. So maybe she's uh, having some fun and, hey, good on him, man. Yeah, yeah you're right, Steve. 25 years old. He was born in 1993. Listen, I... <laughs> I, I think it's great because he is, uh, while he is fun and has that adorable quality, he's not a classically handsome man. No. And he's landing some of the absolute finest ladies And he's, he said as much, and he's, he's very him. aware of that. And I, and I find, and I think women kind of find that very disarming that he's yeah. self-deprecating. So we'll see if that uh, has a story to it and follow along. Uh, Jim Carrey is Gaga for Ginger Gonzaga. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> is Gaga for Ginger Gonzaga. Uh, the 56-year-old uh, star spoke with Extra following the Golden Globe ceremony, saying that she's incredible, unbelievable, wicked talent, and an amazing person. He then joked, not bad for a first date. I just want first base tonight, and I'm not looking to take the field. Uh, the pair, who star in Showtime's Kidding together... Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, ...made their red carpet debut uh, the night at the, before the Golden Globes at the Showtime Golden Globes nominees celebration in West Hollywood. I would I would like to see him um like uh, on the the night of the Golden Globes he actually did a funny thing and seemed happy. Yeah. I don't like perpetually sad dowered down yeah Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. It's yeah. it's annoying. Well, he's I, I think he's had some he's, issues. He's had massive yeah. issues all his life. Yeah, and then he had the girl that died, died. his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I, he, suicide. He has had issues all his life. You go back to Early interviews with him talking about his dad, oh, his family, yeah. and stuff like that. He's, um, you know, messed up. Yeah, he, he and and you know, what I've that's learned why escaping him, through his comedy might be what yeah. he does. You know, what I've learned about him though is that he he's has, a virgin. No, is that he's been sober for a while. Oh, he's I didn't know that for at, at least a decade. Okay, huh. maybe even more. Yeah. Well, uh, so anyhow, we'll see if that relationship goes anywhere. Uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney's daughter, Representative Liz Cheney, slammed Christian Bale for likening her father to Satan. Uh, when he accepted the Golden Globe Sunday, Bale thanked Satan for giving me the inspiration <laughs> on how to play this role. Uh, Liz vented on Twitter, Satan probably inspired him to do this. Uh, two, Christian Bale arrested for assault on mother and sister, linking to a 2008 story uh, detailing his arrest following a domestic incident, uh, which didn't go anywhere, by the way. There were no charges or anything like that, but... Uh, Church of Satan seemed delighted by the comparison. They're getting uh, some press. So they, yeah, they actually, on the uh, Church of Satan Twitter page, wrote, To us, Satan is a symbol of pride, liberty, and individualism, and it serves as an external metaphorical projection of our highest personal potential. Oh, as, good for you. And then wrote, as Mr. Bale's own talent and skill won him the award, this is fitting. Hail Christian. 
Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So they approve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then while getting ready for the Golden Globes, Jessica Chastain shared the first photo of her daughter, uh, Julieta. Uh, and it's spelled G-I-U-L-I-T-T-A. That's a beautiful name, Julieta. Just call it Gelato. Uh, the Molly's Game star posted just a shot of her six-month-old's hand holding out a finger to be graced by her mega gem. <laughs> her middle finger, no. Uh, she said, you've got good taste, kid. And she captioned the shot, uh, um, or that's how she captioned the shot. The 41-year-old is very private about her personal life with her husband, uh, Gianluca Pazzi. Did you see Molly's Game? I did not. Nick, it's you did, really right? good. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like it a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I've got that's that's one that's on the list to yeah. eventually that's get around. Aaron Sorkin. To. That's why he was here, right? Yeah, Sorkin was, was promoting, promoting that. Molly's game. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're ready for clips, my friend. From Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure to The Matrix, Keanu Reeves has made his mark on the science fiction genre, and here Keanu talks about what brought him back to this genre for his new film. Replicas. I love that science fiction can be a Trojan horse. You can have ideas and you can investigate and you can do cautionary tales and you can do fantasy and and all other genres can kind of fit inside science fiction. Brag them. Casey posted a screenshot of this movie. Uh, saying that because it has the title and the date on it, it's going to be a crappy movie on the trailer. Yes. So he posted a screen cap of it. And this is going to be your first official test of that, right? Well, we had to start sort of keeping score. There's another one. Okay. Uh, what is it? The Upside with uh, Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston is doing it. And then there's another one. About- the, the Upside has um, pretty decent reviews. This is not. What's it at? Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 50. That's not bad. It isn't mid level, yeah. right. right? Marissa, you want to jump in? Yeah, last week you posted about the escape room. Do we have any details about that? It was one number yet? two at the box office. Yeah, but doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. What? What, uh, what? Okay, so what parameters uh, make this a bad movie? Um, just just overall reviews. I don't care about box office success. So, because, okay, so yeah. you're not you're not judging on on, on reviews as opposed. To, it, it could do very well at the box office, but be a critical yeah. flop. Okay, yep. yep. All right. So critics or yeah. what you think about? Uh, well, no, 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 no. I'm going by like let's say okay. rotten. To- I think Rotten Tomatoes is probably the most comprehensive way to okay. Uh, uh, get a, a review well, on this. Keep a list of these. Uh, yes. All right, and then we'll we'll see how your theory plays out. Replicas is going to be in theaters on January 11th. By the way, let's do the next clip. Uh, Jenna Fisher's sitcom "Splitting Up Together," which it, is pretty good, actually, is wrapping up its sophomore season. And here, Jenna explains why her show stands out from all the others on TV. I feel like a lot of times the story ends when the couple breaks up, and we're going to tell the story of after the breakup of um, how you deal with co-parenting your children, dealing with one another, and maybe your ex-spouse's new love. It rocked my ass off. Uh, splitting up together airs tonight, 9.30 on ABC. Yes. There you go. That's what I have for you this morning in the Entertainment Report. A couple of things going on. Um, actually, a lot of things going on. So we have the uh, Go Fund Yourself chance to win $1,000, maybe even ten grand for the grand prize. Details at uh, WMMR.com. I have a promo coming up that will explain all that in just a second, but we'll do that at 8, around 8 o'clock. We have a new format for Tattoos Day if you're just tuning in. So normally, we will have had our already chosen 
uh, tattoo recipient here in the studio by now. Um, hopefully, already getting their tattoo work done in our adjacent production studio. Well, it, it often didn't work out that no, way. No, it was you know. Listen, sometimes uh, mixed messages and busy people and a lot of activity around the studios here made it a bit of an issue. So we're going to change things. You don't have to come to the studio any longer to get the tattoo yes. done. In the middle of a work week, in the in the early morning, it's it was inconvenient for a lot of listeners. It was inconvenient for the tattoo artists as well. So there's a new format. Casey came up with this. We're going to have a chance for you to win a tattoo, a Preston and Steve tattoo, mind you. Yeah. And how you get in the running for the winning is text the word tattoo to 39333. And you have to be serious about this, all right? You have to be at least 18 to get the tattoo. And you have to get a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. We will give you a $350 gift certificate to the world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Yes. And then you will set up your appointment and all those other things will be taking place. We'll get pictures of that posted on social media and mention you as well. So we still get to see what it looks like, what these Preston and Steve tattoos look like. So if you are interested, text the word tattoo, 239333. By the end of the show, we'll pick a winner. And we'll start getting tattoos in the following weeks and revealing them. It's obviously yes, not going to happen sure. today. So that's a new way to get that thing done. All right. Are we going to explain this right now? Well, you know what? Let's come back with that. Okay. Let's come back with that. We have another cash prize to give away, and it's a it's a quick turnaround on this, and you're going to need to get a little bit active on it, but <laughs> we'll take a break. We're kind of seizing the moment timing-wise of something, a couple of things, and bringing them together. Yes. All right, in, a, so, in perfect synergy. So we will take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll reveal this new cash prize that we uh, we have to give away in a moment. And uh, our buddy Kevin Crowley, new Philadelphia Wings forward. Uh, I was with the original Wings team, and now he's back, and uh, he's a good guy. He's going to be stopping in today. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Online, on demand, and on the air. Including our digital HD signal. The best-sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD and HD2. The MM Archives channel. So we talked about this uh, last week, I believe. Uh, There was, uh, you know... Bird Box was huge on Netflix, and it led to people doing this thing called the Bird Box Challenge, which is kind of dumb, but uh, people were going right. Actually, I guess it might be kind of interesting to see how you fare with a full blindfold on. If you haven't seen the Netflix film, um, Sandra Bullock and these and her kids have to wear these blindfolds. You'll have to watch the movie if you haven't seen it yet to understand the reason why. And to live. But in yeah. order to live, yeah. they have to wear these blindfolds anytime they go outside, and it led to people trying to do everyday tasks. We did it. Wearing a blindfold yeah. and see how well they fare. And uh, we we liked, we thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, and we wanted to tie that into something else. So Bird Box, and our birds are headed to the next round of the playoffs. Huh? Two great tastes that taste great together. together. Why what? not do this? So we have created a chance for you to win a $500 cash prize with the Preston and Steve Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. See, right. see what we did there? Do you see what we did? See how it just rolls off the tongue. Absolutely. Thank it. you to Chuck D'Amico for the name because he came up with that. Let's go Birds Box Challenge. Now, here's what we want you to do. And we have a video explanation of this or demonstration, I should say. Marissa, what's the status on that? Is that going to be posted or is it already posted? It is live now on PrestonSteve.com. Okay. You can take a look at our own Casey Boy <laughs> doing his version of the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. Yes. And all you need to do is take a video of yourself attempting to either catch a pass or kick a field goal 
while blindfolded. I would strongly suggest you look at what Casey did because we're the ones making the call. Yes. If you simply toss a ball to uh, someone with the blindfold on a foot away, we will not be impressed. Right. So whatever you do to impress us, that's what's going to win. And there are no real parameters other than no. that. It's just you just be, have to complete those tasks. It's just going to be a gut call by us and judging which yeah. one we like the best. And that person wins $500 in cash. So all you have to do is post, take the video and post it to Twitter or Instagram with these two hashtags. Very important. Uh, hashtag Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. And the hashtag WMMR.contest. We have to have WMMR contest there for legal reasons. Yes. It's all on the website. It's all on PrestonSteve.com if you want to see exactly how you do it. But we got to get this in this week. So we need the entries in by Thursday, I assume, at the latest. Yeah, we. Yeah, okay, uh, Marissa. Or do we want to do it over the weekend and get a winner on Monday? No, I would say. Listen. As you can see, we discussed this thoroughly. Well, <laughs> the reason is because they're they're playing on Sunday, yeah. And so we'd like to build up the excitement. So let's let's have let's them... say six a.m. by Friday. Okay, six a.m. Friday, and we'll, ha- and we'll have a winner by the end of the show on Friday. For Marissa, does that sound good to you? Sounds amazing. Okay, All right. so simple. Just use your phone. Just use the video app on your phone. And post it on social media and give us those tags. If you've forgotten or you didn't have a chance to write them down, just go to PrestonSteve.com. It's a quick video. Casey did one both, <laughs> kicking a field goal and receiving a pass. Are these both up or just the, the Yeah, field goal so I, I believe the whole video is up on PrestonSteve.com. I posted one on my uh, Instagram and, and Twitter page. Uh, it, it's Casey Boy Casey. Uh, and I want to thank uh, Marple Newtown High School, uh, Coach Gick, um, and then also Brian Jocelyn, yeah. who's the starting yeah, Chris Gicking. That was my, like, if my mom was like, oh, gross, she'd be like, oh, Gick. <laughs> oh, Gick. Yeah, oh, Gick. That's funny. Gick. Uh, so, uh, do we need, do you need to have an upright to kick this, do you think? So, you go to your local school or you, something like Listen, that? man, you do whatever you think you, okay. you, you want to do, do, do to win. In you, a do where, you. you do you. You do yeah. you. If it's in a warehouse, yeah. if it's wherever it is, wherever you want to do it, if you want to be naked when you do it, if you yeah. want to do it with your grandmother... You need to to cut through the chase. What we're looking for is a lot of <laughs> meme worthy videos. What we're, I know, we're watching. I'm sorry, Kathy's laughing because we're watching the video of Casey. He used a makeshift uh, T stand. It's like a practice stand where you see the guys on the sidelines when they're getting ready for a field right. goal. They'll they'll warm up and they have this little stand that sits on top of the football to hold it in place. He didn't use a T per se. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so you were using it looks like a guitar stand or something. like no, that? No, it's actually it's a um, like a T ball. Um, what are those things called? A tee. Uh, a a, a tee. All a right, tee so ball a tee. And so you leaned it on top of the ball. Casey is blindfolded. He goes to kick it. He kicks the stand, <laughs> which is made of metal. Yeah. And you thought you broke your toe when you did it. It hurts so bad. Yeah. And so the thing is, when you hurt yourself when you're blindfolded, when you don't know what's coming, I feel like it hurts even more. Because okay. there's that intis- that, that, there's that surprise, that shock. When you when you completely whiff it is pretty hilarious as well. And by the way, Casey also edited together several uh, misses of catching the ball and eventually catches it. If you want to do that too, you want to edit together a bunch of attempts and put it in. Dude, go right ahead. You have you have you have the the, the one edict. Just you know exactly what we're asking for in whatever way you want to do it. You yep. need to stand out. If you want to be creative, if you want to wear a costume, if you want to do whatever you want to do. I had no idea, but on my iPhone, I have iMovie. Yes. And I, and I edited that all on my on my iPhone. It's the first time I ever tried that. So uh, it's really, really, really easy. Now, I had, I had attempted non-blindfolded many times to kick a field goal, so I would get the feel for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I put the blindfold on, it ruined 
everything. I, I mean, I, I, I counted it out. I'm like, okay, one, two back, one, two over. Here we go. I even closed my eyes one time. I'm like, okay, I got this. I'm, yeah. I'm totally going to donk this. Yeah. Well, if you get, listen, impress us. That's yeah. all we're saying. Yeah, do whatever you need impress to do. Impress us, wow us, catch our eyes, whatever you need to do. Are you guys impressed at all by my 1990s uh, Eagle Starters jacket that I, I wore I did in the video? notice that. It's very cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, Vintage. so... Details at WMMR.com. I'm sorry, PrestonandSteve.com. Yeah. So take a look. It's the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. You get and it? And 500 bucks up uh, for a prize. So get on that, and you got to do it quickly because we need it by 6 a.m. Monday morning. Um, we have not uh, had a, an appearance from the noticer so far. In the new year. So it's a new year. It's a new noticer. Why don't we dive right in because. Ladies and gentlemen, may we present to you 2019. And the 2019 version of The Noticer, new and improved, mm. new circuitry, and, an, and a uh, bun warmer. Uh, and a bun warmer yeah. as well, which nice. is nice. Actually, I'm going to start uh, with a story about Costco. Costco! Are you guys all members? Or... No. I, no. I, I am. <laughs> no, I Casey? Mean, we are. BJ's. B- yeah, BJ's, okay. BJ's, BJ's. All right, as well. All right, so you, you have a like a wholesale club that, yeah. that you go to. It's just okay. the closest one to my house. That's the same thing uh, for us with Costco. But Costco, I don't know about BJ's, but Costco is selling a 6.6-pound tub of Nutella. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I love huh. Nutella. Um, It's only $22, which actually is less That's than I thought bad. it might be. Yeah. It's, huh. it's big enough for me to sit in. Mm-hmm. So, um... Maybe I'll... Well, I have to check BJ's. It's only at Costco. BJ's doesn't have it either. Just the story that I have. Let uh, me tell you something. Says that it's at Costco. One of the greatest cakes I ever had in my life was made with Nutella. Really? As, like, I guess, the moistening agent or whatever the hell. Right. It was unbelievably delicious. Right. Um, it, it, I, I, there's nothing Nutella can't do. I like it. It's It's just a... It's a tad bit too sweet for me, uh, and I, I can take it in in doses. Okay. Uh, but I'm but I'm intrigued by the Nutella the cake. Nutella cake. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Amazing. My kids, my kids love it. I don't necessarily care for it. It's not something I gravitate towards. Yeah, it's like hazelnut. Yeah, no, I don't hate it. I just um, it's not. You know, if it's if I see it in the cupboard. It's not something I'm like, oh, yeah. What's this yeah. in the cupboard? Yeah, I, it's not something that I think to, you know, spread on anything, whether it be bread or crackers or whatever. So there's 162 <laughs> tablespoons in the of the chocolate hazelnut spread. That's about right. It is currently available on Costco's website, though only to members. Uh, but there's no word on how long it will be available or when it first became available. I wonder what's the largest, you know, so you have your regular store portions. So you go to your Acme and you have your regular store portions. I wonder... What's the largest difference in size from the econo size of right. these wholesale stores right, yeah. to its in supermarket counterpart? Like, is there a sixty pound can of can of tuna? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I know for restaurants and so forth, you can get you know really yeah. really. Gigantic. If you go to those food supply places, yeah, yes. you get the gigantic sizes. My, every right. now and then, my wife will bring home something from. I'm like, why? We don't, we'll never ever ever finish that. There used to be a place right on Ridge, right by where that uh, Deeks, where the barbecue place is, by the Septa bus yeah. station. Yeah. It was a restaurant supply place, and they yeah. had stuff yeah. like that, like super restaurant size. That's where we got those awesome um, the red cups. Red cups, yeah, there you go. Pizza Hut cups. The old Pizza Hut cups. I remember awesome. that. Well, so if you got a hankering for Nutella and you're a Costco member, then the world is your oyster. Do you want to know what 6. is point six pounds? One of the most critical mistakes you can make going to BJ's or Costco. Hungry, and you are hungry. Absolutely. Although. 
They can curb your appetite while you're there because they've got loads of samples. <laughs> Free samples. My kids love running around. And, and I, like, last time we were there, I'm like, you think it'll be too early for samples? Because we went there, like, right <laughs> right yes. when they opened. Aries, when do the samples start coming out? And sure enough, we walked in, and, like, they had the brie, and they had chips, and they had little, you know, uh, 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 Asian dumplings oh, and all wow. kinds of stuff. So it was a, it was a fruitful day. At, uh, at Costco. Back skip dinner. Do you ever try to double up, pretend like you're somebody else, like come back with a mustache, Big mustache or yeah. something like that? Oh, or you, what is that? You, yeah. <laughs> you draw a mustache on your finger. No, most of them don't care, and they're like, here. You're you another one. <laughs> what you I do move is you go, they're not paid by the company. You yeah, go there's... to the clothes section, you put on a new hat and a coat. <laughs> you... <laughs> I'm just in from Switzerland. <laughs> Every now and then, you will get someone who is who is uh, pushing the samples there that really pushes the product. They're from the actual company that makes the product. Um, Not this woman. So oh. there was one who, she was uh, just pushing potato chips, and she was, I mean, she was selling it like, like a barker. At a yeah. uh, at a sideshow or something like that, she'd come mm-hmm. on up. You know those regular chips you get are greasy. These are not <laughs> that way. You're gonna walk out of here with a bag of chips. Step on up, everybody, right here. And uh, what's your name, Stud Muffin? Yeah, it was kind of fun actually. Yeah. I like I like it when they go the extra mile. You know what I love about the, those wholesale clubs is what you find that you would not expect there. Like I found these solar lights that line my walkway to my house. Like, yeah, I, I never would have thought. To look there, you yeah, know, for something like that, and they're great. Yeah, I remember at uh, I found like uh, uh, gloves for golf. You know, uh, yeah, and, and they had like you know eight of them for ten bucks. <laughs> right? Like what? Sweet. Done. Yeah. So every now and then you do find some stuff that uh, and Nutella, and even <laughs> like furniture and things like that. Yeah, I've but, done that. Yeah, yeah. I've done I've done uh, automobile uh, supplies. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I bought a hand truck. Hey, you know what? And I'm, I'll ask for the uh, listeners' help right now because my cousin's in Afghanistan, and I'm actually gonna go to BJ's soon. Like, uh, I thought you were gonna say I'm gonna go to Afghanistan. No, 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 no. So I'm gonna go there soon, like some point this week. Yeah. And I know I'm, uh, of what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some like Skittles and, yeah. and some of. The, so if you have any recommendations on things that I can send over there for for him and and all of his uh, troop mates or whatever yes. you call them, but uh, please. Just, you know, the things that, like, are, are gold. That, that's what I want to send Okay, over yeah. gotcha. All right, I noticed something else, uh, and it is also from the... Re- from the noticer. It's also from the retail world. It's also from the retail world, which makes 2019 the year of the retail noticer. So we'll uh, we'll stay there. I, I noticed uh, that the athleisure... Uh, yes. Uh, boom. Has uh, The trend has been slowing down a little bit. Yes, it's actually going away. Is it really? This is yeah. that cl- the, the clothing that sits between workout clothing and hanging out clothing. Right. Because well, almost every woman I see is wearing leggings yeah. uh, all the time. Leggings and tights and things like that. Well, so that type of a- athleisure. I don't think that leggings are actually considered athleisure. Like the athleisure is more the, that jogging pant look. Okay. And like a, you know, like a zip up jacket that they would dress up, you know, maybe with like jeans and heels as opposed to wearing sweatpants. With Do you know what I like? I like F formal. Uh, like uh, workout tuxedos, Preston. Like They're so too. wonderful. Yep. People are like, wow, you look so dressed up. I know. I'm going to work out. I need a carnation to complete everything. This is Casey's nightmare. Now he can't say he's dressed up. That's right. I don't care what <laughs> Well, I can you used say. to say it all the time about yeah. the athleisure. No, I just would joke because you guys are so judgmental <laughs> about my clothing. Uh, I say, no, this is my, this is my, these are my nicest sweatpants. This I, is my. <laughs> one of my favorite uh, clips from a Daily Rush is you're talking about your attire and you go, and I see myself, I think there's a nicely dressed Gym, gym teacher. teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Lululemon was a big thing this uh, Christmas around my, uh, 
Christmas circles. I, I don't know. If you work in Christmas circles. I mean, well, I mean, just like in my family. Oh, okay. And, and stuff like, you know, where I saw women opening presents. Lululemon Lula. is worth a lot of money from what I understand. Yeah, like, everything in there. Very, very successful. Expensive. What's the, what's the place at, 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 at Veda or Athleta oh. or... Oh, uh, wait a minute. Yes, they just opened a store, or there is now a store in the King of Prussia Mall. Right, that right. One, the one that's upstairs. Right, yeah. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. That's, I, I think that's, it's part that's of... athleisure, right? Well, it's, yeah, and, I mean, that's workout clothes, I okay, think. Okay, regular workout clothes. So, yeah, they said that uh, the, the retail sales data has found consumers are beginning to turn away. It's more from, formal now? From fashion and sports sneakers, leggings and tights, and instead looking towards jeans and boots. Do you know what's really good, Preston? That Ath Bridal Supply store. Which oh, great. Ath Bridal Ath, Ath Bridal Gowns. Oh, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is my, yeah. uh, my jogging veil. <laughs> Look at my train. It's shorter. <laughs> I don't want a car to roll over it. <laughs> well, so um, Skechers has the new wide shoe. I'm thinking about, you know, maybe uh, stepping out a little bit of my comfort zone because Skechers now has their shoes that are wide. And I need wide shoes. Okay. And so that's why I, I wear sneakers all the time. And, and, you know, track sneakers is because of you know, I, I have terrible feet and I need I need comfort. You know, I'm sorry, but that's what I need. Terrible feet. Until he met a young therapist. I don't think we're ready for it. Um, (laughs) You know what I'm wearing these days, uh, which are sort of the rage. I saw them on Instagram. (laughs) I am Catherine Romano, and I can help you with those claws. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, And they don't have uh, toes. Uh, they, they, there's no toes in the sock. Wait, so what is it, this? It comes to about oh, right to where okay, the toes yeah. are. Wait, what is this? So it it supports your foot. For, I do a ton of of hiking. Yeah, and uh, so it provides you know firmness. But you, when you're when you're hiking and you're going up and down hills, like as you start to move forward in the shoe, the sock pulls back yeah, on your toes. I know what you're talking oh, about. right. Interesting. So the toes are out in the in the shoe. It goes right to where the toes are. So I don't. I, as I'm but going then your down, toes hit the shoe. But the shoes are so comfortable these days now with the interiors that, that it's okay. I, I don't I don't have an issue, so I don't feel that pullback if I'm going down a hill or doing I would have like to try working that out. On. Yeah, I have really socks good. like that for when I go to get a pedicure. They put your sock on so you can wear a sock. Your feet aren't cold, oh, but oh. the toes are cut out. Yeah, so you, you go to the the pedicurist. Yeah. Wearing those, yeah, interesting. With, with like flip flops on. Okay, I mean, you it's put them uh, on exculpatory, after you. Preston. It's <laughs> very exculpatory. Uh, so another, yeah, these, these are them right up on the uh, TV. Uh, yeah. yeah, Steve, that's exactly what my pedicure socks. There look we like. go. Yeah, <laughs> another notable change in spending habits: consumers are opting to buy shorter sweaters to pair with jeans and boots instead of longer. Tops that typically go with leggings. Yeah, I've uh, yes, definitely. That it's actually bothering me because I hate the short tops, and they're that's oh. all that the, that's in the stores. Okay, some of the most popular athleisure brands include Lululemon, Athletica, and Gap's Athleta brand. Is that the one you're? Oh, Athleta, that's, about? that's, that's okay. it. That's you know, it's really good. Athless pants. Athless <laughs> pants. It's uh, assless pants you can work out in. Uh, they've taken notice and are adding outerwear and streetwear options to their line. So things are changing. Yes, a little bit. Athleta is it absolutely. Uh, let's stay in. I have something else I noticed. More from the noticer. Yeah. Is it more retail? Are we continuing? 2019? Well, this we're, we're we're continuing, but we're we're kind of we have, we're chaining these along. So this is something indeed that you wear, but it's a undergarment. Yes, and they are. It's basically called Cool Men. It's cooling cases for your testicles. I saw this, and they've been invented by scientists in a bid to boost men's fertility. Uh, the gadget is attached to a belt. 
and should be worn for 12 to 16 hours a day for up to a month to boost men's sperm count, its manufacturers say. It's from Ethnutsack. Uh, <laughs> testicles have to be one to two degrees cooler than a man's body temperature for optimum sperm production, but tight clothes, saunas, and laptops can heat them up, and they say that it may have been causing an issue with fertility. Do you put your balls on your computer? Uh, I put my computers on my balls. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, they cost, wow, cost 305 bucks to chill up your nuts? Wow. The cool man. How about man, a pack? How about frozen peas? Uh, the cool man is connected to the wearer's smartphone to allow real time temperature monitoring and is currently undergoing. Sorry, I have to take this. It's my balls. Medical testing. Uh, Polish company Cool. Cool us down. Uh, cool Tech has invented the device which cups the testicles in a chilled pouch Wow! in a bid to help men conceive. Now, recent studies show that sperm counts around the world are plummeting. Men living in Western countries are thought to have nearly 60% less uh, than uh, 40 years ago. Huh. Wow, that's interesting. This is like out of uh, Handmaid's Tale. Uh, floundering fertility rates are thought to be down to unhealthy modern lifestyles, which involve smoking, bad diets, obesity, exposure to plastic, and inactivity. Calling my balls. Oh, okay. One second. Yeah, we're cold. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Uh, so if you have an issue with uh, sperm count, then you may look into this. It's going through testing right I, now. I've but. always heard that they, that you have to around the time you're attempting to um, you know to get pregnant that mm-hmm. you have to you're, you should probably go commando. Yeah, uh, they they do say that that underwear and things like that can yeah, restrict the production of I guess so sperms. Um, but you can also get tested to see what your count is ahead of time. It's a written if, test if, if you really want to know. It's just a written test. Why it's, do I have to know the no, capital of West Virginia? Steve, it's an oral test. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that um, taste like to you? And uh, here's another, here's an interesting uh, thing that I noticed. Not for the noticer. Uh, somebody sent me this. As a result of a class action settlement, customers who purchased Charmin Freshmates flushable wipes, uh, which, by the way, what brand do you use, Casey? I don't know. He's got to look here real quick. He keeps them behind the camera. Hairy ass. Hairy ass wipes. Huggies? Use Huggies? Yeah. Okay. Uh, But if you use Charmin or any other Charmin brand product with the word flushable on the packaging, you may be entitled to a refund of 60 cents per packages purchased. Customers can claim up to $4.20 without receipts and up to $30 with receipts. The suit alleges that the wipes are not Not. suitable for disposal by flushing. Kathy has been saying this. You said you spoke to someone a while ago who insisted they were not flushable. Well, my cousin is a plumber, and he said he doesn't care what the packaging says. Wipes are not flushable. He said almost anything isn't. It should be toilet paper and your excrement, (laughs) and that's it. Yeah. Like he said, t- um, dental floss, he sees all the time. As people just, you know, think it's this little string and they throw yeah. it down. He, he said it actually creates a web and will, like, cause major problems. When, okay. you're, when you're done with your meal, do you clean off your plates into the toilet? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know do. You could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you flush poop down there, right? It's true, I guess. So that's, I've thought about that before. I've dropped something in a toilet. I'm like, wow, I wonder if that'll, you know, be an issue clogging things up. I'm like, wait a minute, I poop in that thing. Yeah. And that doesn't clog anything up. Well, every now and then. Hell, my think. Yeah. Uh, affected customers must have purchased these items between April 6, 2011 and November 26, 2018. Hell, so, do you keep a log? Uh, I know. Like, how how would you ever be able to trace that back? Let me check my butt wipes log. <laughs> well, listen, if you bought any within the past seven years. Yeah. I mean, so at least you could ballpark a couple of Yeah, but how there. did they... 
how do you verify and validate? How do you validate? verify that? You just go and you say, hey, I bought seven packs. I bought you, you 200 packs. You can claim up to $4.20 without receipts. Oh. But if you did have receipts, up to $30 you can get. So even if you don't, listen, oh. you can scam them. If you want. Just say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on, on Easy Street. $4.20. I see a, a new Oceans movie in the works. <laughs> Affected customers must have purchased these items between. Oh, I already said that, by the way. Uh, to read more about the settlement, you can uh, you can check online. They have uh, some information on, on you. Go, you can go suck it. Uh, no, but flushable wipes, not flushable. And well, Charmin brand wow. proven. Kathy validated. All right, and then one last story I noticed. I like this one, one a lot. More from the notice, yeah, do we have time, Case? To yeah. tie okay. you over, Casey says we have time. Uh, how does one get the most bang for their buck when ordering pizza exactly? Huh. Well, a Twitter user did the math. What am I talking about? <laughs> I am talking about the need to eat pizza. This is a good question. Yes, and... I don't, know, we, I don't, I don't understand the question. All right, so what size pizza are oh. you going to get your best bang for Lorenzo's. your buck? Lorenzo's. Yeah. Well, hell <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Oh my God. Yeah. Gigantic. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, so they did the math, and they said that one 18-inch pizza actually has more surface area than two 12-inch pizzas, even though you would think, you know, okay. two 12-inch pizzas, that would be more... May, may I guess as to why? Yes. Uh, the, the, the crust quotient. No. Okay. Uh, in fact, you get... Here's the deal. You get 28 more square inches of pizza if you order an 18-inch pizza which is 254 square inches compared to the ordering two 12-inch peaches, which is 226 square inches. But if you're into crust, you actually want to go for the two 12-inch pies. There's more crust. You get 33% more crust compared to one 18-inch pizza. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's yes. kind of, so it's the opposite the of what opposite. said, which I never would have figured out. I would have thought, yeah, 18 inches, you get more you of get everything. It. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> but that's apparently the case. Are you guys crust eaters? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It depends on wh- where it's from, but I, I like a, I like a good crust. Yeah. I-, I tell you what I think is a little overkill is the cheese-filled crust. I have not. I never did it, really. Pizza Hut, I think, has the stuffed crust. Uh, I don't think I it's might... overkill. I think it's great, yeah. um, and not enough places do it. But if you are going to do it, you got to do it right. And Pizza Hut, when they did it, they did do it right. Unfortunately, they're just going away, uh, the Pizza, pizza Hut. Yeah, and I, and I won't do... Pizza Huts that are inside Taco Bell's because it's not the same thing. I understand. Yeah. I know what you're saying. We do, yeah, we do have a Pizza Hut near us. Um, do we have, are there Little Caesars in the area? Yes. There are. There's oh, yeah. Right there I see, yeah, there's one I, near me. I see ad campaigns, but me personally, there's none in and around where I, I regularly travel. I like Little Caesars. Yeah. I, I think the pies are, are, are pretty good. I mean, in in, in that route here, we, we live in a, in a city with great pizza if sure. you, and great pizza places. Yeah, I mean, I, I not, some of the national chains are fine, uh, but when you find the local one that you love and adore and are addicted to, yeah. that's the best. And, I, and I, I used to not have one in Phoenixville. I never found a great one that I that I loved, and I'm sure there are people who live in Phoenixville who have their favorite, but I have one now, and I'm addicted to it, and anytime I get a pie, that's where I go. I Listen, you know, there's pizza's pretty standard thing, right? It's like, okay, uh, you can go to a, a thousand places around me, and hey, is that pizza good? Pizza. Yeah, you you'd know? be pretty satisfied. It's pretty, but every but now and then you get one that's like, ooh, exemplary. Well, so yeah. where I live, there are, um, let me just, I'm going to count one, two, there's at Casey's least. counting his pizza places. <laughs> there are, there are four places that I can go to that are different than any other pizza that you're going to get. Which okay. is cool. Which is really, you know. That's so because what, they're falafel places. They're not falafel <laughs> places. Um, this but, is weird pizza. And those places, I, when you ask if you're a crust eater, Yes, I will. I will. You look eat, like a filthy uh, crust. Eater. Those those four places, I will eat the crust every single time. The other places, 
I'll eat the crust if um, if I have to. You know what I, mean? I see. I see you walking into a place and somebody's at the bar. I smell crust eater. <laughs> Where are you from, son? Uh, I think the crust has to be. Uh, sometimes they dispense with it. Sometimes it's, you know, it has to be a little crisp. Uh, you know, I don't like it overly doughy. Yeah. You know, if I'm eating at home, I can eat more pizza <laughs> if I give the crust to the dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the best part of the pizza is the cheese part. Okay, well, wait, right? Wait a minute. You at home, you get to eat more pizza if you feed the crust to the dogs because science, because Preston. I can feed the crust to the dogs. He can eat more of the actual pizza itself because he's just, he doesn't you want to. You don't consider the crust part of the pizza? Well, I mean, I do. You get more, more of the ingredients. That's what I'm saying. I get, saying. More okay, of the I, gotcha. pizza, I get more I, of the pizza part if I, I wasn't can. following what yeah. you said. Stone pictures. <laughs> the story of a man who didn't consider the crust part of the pizza. Uh-huh. But then a therapist came into his life. It is you, jerk off. <laughs> Uh, but I, I do like the the out of the ordinary uh, pizzas, and um, but if you're gonna if you want to get more bang for your buck, you got to go with the the bigger size because that will. Uh, this guy did the math, so and, uh, and honestly, we never contend yeah. contest information that we put out on the show. It's all exculpatory. It's all exculpatory. Do you guys do the party pizzas ever? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, uh, you, I, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, usually, the you know the pizzas are round, and like party pizzas are uh, just a tad bigger, and they're square. Well, squ- I always call square pizzas when we would order a square pizza, it would be Sicilian. Yeah. So a Sicilian pizza, as we would order them, uh, you know, uh, growing up in New York, uh, would be a little bit thicker, thicker a little yeah. breadier. Right. right. Uh, my favorite though, pizza done right, and we've talked about this before, a Greek pizza. Like a uh, uh, like Mystic Pizza. Mm-hmm. If you go to Mystic Pizza in Connecticut, the famous Mystic Pizza. That's Greek pizza. It's really good. Uh, if you have kids, then you know the order: uh, large cheese pizza, double cut, double cut, double cut. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you got to get it's it's a standard. Oh yeah, you just yep, mm-hmm. large cheese, double cut. They know exactly what you're talking about. So anyhow, go with the bigger. These are just odd things I thought uh, were worth sharing this morning. Odd things from the notice through the first edition of 2019. They're off and running, and there will be many more, my friend. I guarantee you that. All right, we need to take a break because we want you to win a thousand dollars. Uh, and maybe even ten grand. It is MMR's GoFundYourself thousand dollar cash prize. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back in a second. If you don't know the details, don't worry about it. I'll tell you how to do it. It's very very simple. We will return shortly. The bizarre file is coming up next as well. So stay with us. Start the year off with MMR's fundraising scheme that's totally legit. So your cash flows low and you need some dough and I'm like fund you. We can overload your pocket with a thousand in cash, and I'm like, fund you, here's a what you do. Introducing Go Fund Yourself. It's your shot at a thousand dollars cash five times every weekday with a second chance drawing for ten grand. Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword. Enter it via the MMR app on your fancy thinking phone or at WMMR.com. One random entry is picked each time and wins a thousand bucks in cash. Plus, everyone who enters qualifies for the second chance drawing to win $10,000. MMR's Go Fund Yourself, sponsored by Armor Metals and Recycling. For all your metal and computer recycling needs, complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. I got to squeeze in a bunch of stuff right here. Number one, I want to thank uh, Steam Pub for being here this morning. Oh, man. Uh, Second Street Pike in Southampton. Their website is steampub.com. I swear, 
They're trying to kill us with this food they brought in here. They brought in so much. It's spectacular. And it's insanely decadent. They brought in uh, apple-stuffed French toast, the ultimate breakfast burger, uh, selection of burger sliders. They have the award-winning Waz burger. Is that how you say it, Waz? Okay, the Waz burger. And uh, that's uh, it's got lettuce, tomato, onion, chipotle aioli on a brioche brioche bun. Holy f! Uh, they also have the Brad Fox burger, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what they're doing uh, for Brad Fox. Um, they have uh, the burger is an eight ounce Chuck burger topped with braised boneless beef rib, house made barbecue sauce, cheddar jack cheese, and frizzled onions. And so they are they're having the officer Brad Fox menu on January 14th, so next Monday, correct? Uh, and that will be uh, served till the day of his 5K in April, and a portion of the proceeds will go towards the Brad Fox Foundation. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's wonderful. That they're doing. They also brought in their Boysenburger. What? Yeah, the Boysenburger. Top of Boysen cheese. Boysen. Boysen cheese. It's very exculpatory. Uh, bacon, house-made <laughs> barbecue, lettuce, tomato, red onion, served on a brioche bun as well. They brought wings. They brought a ridiculous amount of food, so thank you guys. <laughs> well, we have to, uh, at some point, alert the other stations, oh, yeah. and, and then, then they will descend on it. It'll look like a Nat Geo special. $50 gift card to caller number 7 at 215-263-WMMR for Steam Pub in Southampton, so give us a call right now. We'll take care of that. I would like to do a real quick uh, shout-out, two of them, and I, w- I want to get these done right before we do the Bizarre File. Uh, I got an email from a gentleman named Kevin Shebby. Uh says he's a regular listener to the show, and you'll remember him, uh, or at least we will here, and, and those of you who may have been at Keenan's Irish Pub for our last party we had there, he said, in fact, my son Dave and I huh. were at Keenan's last year, and we won the Metallica tickets doing the Pop and Doc contest. <laughs> so we had father and son doing this. He said, I hope that brings back memories, LOL. He said, anyway, back in October, I was diagnosed with cancer. Huh. I've since had surgery in November and started chemo radi- uh, and radiation uh, this last December. And I was wondering if you could share the link below in uh, your sphere of influence, social media, website, whatever. Any help would be greatly appreciated. As would a shard out, if you don't mind, Steve, he'd like to do that. He said, uh, thanks, keep on doing what you guys do. It makes me laugh, uh, even on the toughest days. So a shard for Kevin, Kevin Shebby. And I, I read the, the description. It was It's in his neck. Oh, boy, okay. And he didn't, and, and like, it, it came out of nowhere. It was like, uh, it was materializing inside. So he didn't show any symptoms yeah. or anything like that. And then they came across. So I don't know what his prognosis is. I or hope it's like that. wonderful. We have the GoFundMe campaign up on our community page of PrestonandSteve.com. You remember him? We're looking oh, at a picture uh, Dude, of him. I remember that contest. And yep. they really... Went for it, and that guy. Him and his son mimicking <laughs> his son so yeah. much that he did that so he could win Metallica tickets. And then uh, one other for our friend uh, Jeremy, former intern Jeremy, Jeremy Alcorn. Yes, the uh, master speller. Yeah, he wanted to get this out about his uh, buddy John and his wife uh, Dallas Genter. Uh, he says Dallas is a firecracker, massive fan of you guys. Uh, in her 20s, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, some chemotherapy, and pills later. She beat it three years ago while pregnant with her second baby. The cancer came back in another form, and this one, unfortunately, she can't beat. Uh, yeah, so he said uh, the bottom room in Downingtown is doing an event Wednesday night uh, called Carrie's Birthday. Carrie is the GM of the bottom room, and his birthday is when from uh, noon to 10 p.m. All tips uh, for the bar t- uh, to the bartenders are going to go to the Genter family to try and Help them out in this really lousy time. So Jeremy sent us a link to a Facebook 
page that has the benefit on it. All right. Uh, so we will gladly post that. That's up, Nick? It is, yeah, and the event is tomorrow. Okay. It's on the community page of uh, PressInstitute.com if you want to get those details. So uh, we'll do what we can, friends. So thank you uh, for getting in touch and letting us know about those things. All right. We need to do the Bizarre File, and we'll get to that. And then after that, <laughs> a couple of more things to remind you that we have going on. We've got a lot of information that we need to uh, dispense today. So let's get to it. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start with this one. I like this, uh, Kathy. You'll you'll find this interesting. Okay. Uh, before her Christmas tree was discarded, it gave Molly Cruz one last gift. More than one hundred praying mantises oh, popped out of the brown oh, egg no. case, <laughs> oh, God. which was under the tree's branches. Oh, I would die. Uh, some people might have sucked up the little suckers with a vacuum, but Cruz is a veterinarian. So she's feeding them fruit flies and hoping to give them to someone who wants them. I would stomp on every one of them. (laughs) No, you go outside and you throw a firebomb at the house. A hundred of them. Uh, She said, in my Googling, I discovered people really like praying mantises. Oh, yeah. She said they are wonderful. They're useful. They eat other (laughs) bugs. People use them for organic gardening as well. Oh, I'm such a tree hugger. Uh, So to capture them, Cruz is using a high-tech system of a box and an envelope. Uh, she said, I hope to find them a home. And I, she said, I don't want them, though. And what Cruz really wants next year is a fake Christmas tree. But uh, that, well, <laughs> Kathy, you had something last year's tree that you had. You it was you took it down Christmas Eve, right? Uh, no, I took it down the day after Christmas. But it wasn't. It was there, infested, right? No, no, no. It, God, if it was infested, I would never, I wouldn't celebrate Christmas anymore. <laughs> you, you become Jewish. No, you know what? I I think that I didn't water it enough and the bottom seal oh, and it just for some died. Reason, okay, all right. Well, that's, that's not as bad. No. Uh, speaking of being Jewish, the Israeli military launched an investigation to determine how an F-15 fighter jet canopy suddenly blew off at 30,000 feet during a training flight last week. They're supposed to stay on. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Israeli Defense Forces uh, officials praised the pilot and navigator of the aircraft for displaying a calm temperament when the top of their plane flew off suddenly last Wednesday, exposing them to the frigid air, vicious winds, and deafening noise. After a brief moment of panic, the airman radioed the nearest control tower, informed them of the situation, and brought the fighter jet in for a landing. Uh, the uh, Israeli Air Force chief grounded the military's flight of, fleet of F-15 fighter jets until Jeez. the cause of the accident is found. Uh, they found... Uh, they said that it was not yet clear why the canopy blew off. Air Force technicians were examining the mechanism that holds down a canopy to see if it had simply failed, as well as the pyrotechnic systems to blow off the canopy during ejections. The two airmen, a captain who was acting as a pilot and a lieutenant serving as a navigator, took off from the Tel Aviv uh, Nov Air Base uh, near the central Israeli city of Ret- uh, I'm sorry, the Tel Nov Air Force Base, and began a routine training flight southwards when the canopy became detached. The officers could be heard screaming before they eventually calmed down and started working to land the plane. Imagine. Yeah. Uh, the, the temperature outside was negative 49 degrees Fahrenheit. Dear God. Uh, at 30,000 feet. The airmen only had enough oxygen to breathe because of their masks. And their back and forth went as follows. Uh, the captain said, I hear you. Do you hear me? Uh, it was uh, Captain Yod asked uh, uh, Lieutenant Resch. Uh, before receiving a reply, Yod then began speaking to the control tower of a nearby base. Uh, we're landing without a canopy. Do you copy? He said, turning back to his navigator, he said, Resch, do you hear me? Uh, clearly shaken, he responds, are you okay? He said, yes, everything's okay. 
Uh, the control tower operator then confirms the pilot's request for a landing. He said, will you make it? He said, we won't have a problem reaching the base. Keep us uh, giving us figures. Uh, and he kept asking his navigator if he was okay and are you with me? And they eventually were able to land that thing without a canopy. They both look like heat miser now. Their hair. Yeah, buddy. exactly. Yeah. Amazingly. Uh, let's see. One woman in Palm Beach County was arrested after allegedly assaulting her parents when they refused to take her to an Outback Steakhouse. Uh, <laughs> the draw of the blooming onion, right? Uh, Deanna Seltzer was charged with domestic battery, uh, an aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. I guess I'm going to have to beat the crap out of you. The victim's mother told police that Seltzer asked to go to Outback. When the mother said no, that's when Seltzer became enraged and began punching her chest and arms. What did you say? Police said Seltzer's father tried to break up, break up the fight, and she began assaulting him. He received scratches to his face and upper body. Officials said Seltzer then began running around the home and flipped over a large glass table, recliners, and other pieces of furniture. I want to go to Outback! She then ripped a 12-inch decorative knife off a wall and ran toward her father while screaming, I'm going to effing kill you! Oh, my God. He was able to grab her arm and wrestle the knife from her. Police oh, wait, arrived, it was her birthday. Uh, police arrived on the scene and set up a perimeter around the home. Seltzer eventually ran out of the home was taken into custody. Officials said the first thing Seltzer said to responding officers was... They should have taken me to Outback, and this wouldn't have happened. Well, well she's right. What I mean, she's got happen? a point. She's going to jail. Mm-hmm. You know, you, they they say you can catch more flies with honey. Yes. Right? Take me to Outback, please. Pretty yep. please. We yes. should have on top. Would have done better. Than freaking out. No, I agree. And then one more story. Vast numbers of blue-bottle jellyfish has swarmed beaches in Queensland, Australia. Of course Stinging thousands of people and forcing closures of swim spots. They say that the people are so sick that they can't be eaten by the great white sharks anymore. <laughs> Listen to this. Over 2,600 people received treatment over the weekend. I mean, honestly. They're out at the beach. 2,600 people. That's no way to live. Blue bottle uh, stings are painful, but typically not life-threatening. Uh, usually strong winds push the jellyfish. Unusually strong winds. Uh, cl- colonies close to shore. They look kind of like a uh, um, man of war, by the way. Yes. They have like a sail on top of them. So saltwater crocodiles, a uh, whole bunch of great white sharks, uh, <laughs> box jellyfish. Yep. These things... Uh, funnel web spiders, mm-hmm. uh, pla- the platypus, blue ring octopus, blue ring octopus. About thirteen thousand stings were recorded in the past week, three times more than in the corresponding period last year. Uh, most incidents took place in Queensland's heavily populated Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast regions. Bottle j- blue bottle jellyfish uh, colonies appear like blue tinged sacks, which measure up to six inches long. People can be stung in the water or on sand. Wasn't that a seventies porn star? Who blue tinged sack? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, the stings are typically mild and can be treated with ice or hot water. However, some people had required treatment by paramedics at the weekend. Have you ever so, had a uh, jelly no. fish? Sting? Sting, yeah. Uh-uh. No. Never have, thankfully. Those things freak me out. <sighs> thankfully, I've and, avoided. And the only ones I've, well. The little, think, the little tiny white ones? I see, yeah, the clear ones. Yeah, yeah. Look like gel or something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh, those are the ones I've seen around here. When we were in Sweden, I saw bigger ones, big orange ones uh, oh. that were floating around, which were kind of colder water ones, right? Yeah, because I saw them in uh, Maine. I, I want to call them like lion jellyfish or something like that. Not sure, lion. But anyhow, they got a real problem in Australia with those. And there you go. That's what I have in the beef file for you this morning. Okay, another thing to remind you that we have going on. We just started it this morning. Uh, if you were familiar with the movie Bird Box and this Bird Box challenge that happened like last week, people were blindfolding themselves because 
Sandra Bullock in the movie, they, the characters have to wear blindfolds to in order to survive. If they see something, it'll drive them to commit suicide. So a majority of the movie, they're spent with these uh, blindfolds on, and uh, people were doing these, what they call blindfold, uh, or bird box challenge, and they were yeah. on blindfolds and go through ever do everyday tasks. So we would like to join that up with another bird's and that would be your Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. So we're doing the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> Basically, it's football with blindfolds on. It's just a dumb thing we're it's trying to kill time with. It's a dumb thing we're doing, but we have $500 to give away. Yeah. So for your stupidity, we could reward you for five with $500. And it's easy. We're just going to have you make a video. And we've done an instructional video. Casey has done it. It's on PrestonSteve.com of him doing the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. And it's either kicking a field goal or receiving a pass with a blindfold on. And we're just going to judge them. And whichever one we like, whatever that means, we won't know until we see them. It doesn't have to mean that it's successful. No. It might mean it, that. I don't it know. It could be an epic fail. Yeah. But just put together a quick video. Use your phone. It's you kicking a field goal or receiving a pass or doing both. It doesn't yes. matter. With blindfolds on. Or performing a bris. And, well, I don't know about that. Uh, but uh, you have to include the hashtag Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. And uh, WMMR.contest. Don't worry about it. We have the information at PrestonSteve.com for you. Post those on social media, Twitter or Instagram, and you might end up winning 500 bucks just for that stupid little thing. It took you a couple minutes to do. Yeah. And why not? All right. I would have I tried more field goals had I not broken my toe on the second <laughs> what, try. One thing I was surprised that you weren't counting out as you were going out for the um, for the, for the the pass. Yeah. You know? You just ran out and then he tried to connect. And he, uh, like, he would let you know that he threw it. But, like, if you had sort of timed it out... I was, know, I was five, trying seven, that. Yeah, you know, and just keep counting out. I mean, I was actually using a high school varsity quarterback throwing me a pass, but the thing is, he's used to throwing actual footballs, not Nerf balls. Right. So he was he was overthrowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can use a Nerf ball if you like. He's <laughs> doing that to be if a little you're more a pussy like me, a or more, a bowling ball <laughs> uh, safety. But anyhow, uh, details at presidency.com. So it's the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. Did I say Bird's Bach? Yes, what it's a, the, the composer. Bird's Bach's Challenge. <laughs> Your chance to win 500 bucks. And I think we're taking a break now. Yeah. So let's do that. This it is, is Bach. the Bird's Bach Challenge. After the success of our Bird's Beethoven Challenge. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We will come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Smack. The Revivalists. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, by the way, new way to do uh, Tattoos Day, and on Tuesdays we'll have a chance to win a tattoo from the President Steve Show and the world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Instead of coming here to the studio to get ink work done, we send you to their studio at a more convenient time rather than in the morning. Uh, but, you know, if you want to come by and visit and maybe show us your tattoo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure we can yeah. work that out once yep. you get it done. Um, but if you're interested, and th- keep in mind, this is a Preston and Steve tattoo. We have to be represented in the tattoo somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not going to give away for free. free for nothing. What, um, we charity? We have a $350 gift certificate from uh, world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo. Text the word tattoo 
to 39333. We'll randomly choose somebody. You just yeah. might win. I've gotten actually a lot of emails about this because there there was a waiting list and yeah. uh, the waiting list was, you know, ever growing and you know, so people were asking about how that's going to work out. Now, so what will happen is there will be a few times a year where we where uh, we'll have people come into the studio to get a tattoo mm-hmm. around convention time. Right. And and so what's going to happen is we're going to have like world famous tattoo artists come in. And so if you are on the waiting list, your name will still be there, and we'll be able to get you in that way. Um, but for, for now on, for the foreseeable future, this is the way Tattoos is going to so be So go ahead and text, even if you're on the, the waiting mm-hmm. list. Yep. Uh, so uh, you can check out, by the way, one of their, uh, their famous tattoo artists is Don Juan. You can check out his Instagram at, uh, at Don Juan Tattoos or Philadelphia Eddie's, uh, tattoo.com. Uh Any guys ever been sued? You ever been part of a lawsuit before? I've sued. No. You have sued? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we were talking about Pizza Hut earlier. Uh, I sued Pizza Hut um, because they burnt me with uh, sauce and when I was in high school. I, it's not like I, I didn't. He's, he's mentioned this before. Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. not like uh, I'm litigious. Not liti- I'm a, not a litigious guy. Um, what happened? It's not a class action. It actually directly happened to you. you I got second degree burns yeah, yeah. At, a, at the Pizza Hut at Oak Avenue and, and Baltimore Pike. It's not there anymore. But uh, the waitress. You now own it. The, <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't get that much money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they spilled sauce down my back. It was sauce from the breadsticks. It was, you know, boiling hot. It fell off of the tray, fell onto me down the back of my Ooh, shirt and, yeah. and burned me uh, to the point where I had to go to the doctor and, and get cream and all that sort of stuff. My uncle is a lawyer. His wife caught wind of what happened. Next thing I know, I get a phone call from a lawyer saying, hey, uh, I didn't call the lawyer. The lawyer called me. And I ended up getting a few hundred bucks out of the deal. What it ended up doing is it it paid for my class ring. Do you know that in Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia is one of the top states, which I don't know if this is a wonderful thing or a bad thing, for lawyers and law firms actively combing the records. Oh, yeah. and, and, And doing that, calling, hey. You know, drumming up business that way. So when it, when it comes to sort of, I, I don't want to call it predatory, but uh, proactive um, lawyers, you know, it, whether it be uh, car insurance or whatever. Well, remember what happened last year? I think it was last year, Preston, in Missouri with the duck boat accident yeah. uh, that had happened. Yeah. It was a Philadelphia lawyer who came up with a website. I think it was called like duckboatlawyer.com. Wow. And okay. so when... If you've been injured by a duck boat... <laughs> Anytime, yeah. day or night, even on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. quack, quack. And and they are licensed in Missouri, by the way, yes. the duck boat dude. So. <laughs> when you and the duck boat part wise, it's never wonderful. Yeah, uh, so U.S. Chamber Institute of Legal Reform's list of the top ten most ridiculous lawsuits of 2018. Ah. Uh, and uh, this year's list features... Uh, all kinds of lawsuits. Now, I tried to click on the the details yeah. of the lawsuits, and none of the links were working. I only have what the lawsuits were over, so I'll give they you. They were an probably idea. sued for publishing them. <laughs> I'll give you an idea of uh, what that is. But each year, the ILR uh, identifies extreme court cases and trial lawyer activities that it believes are meritless, abusive, or wasteful. All right. According to the president of this organization, they said these individual lawsuits may be good for a laugh, but the collective impact of excessive litigation on society is no joke. Uh, Not surprisingly, the uh, business-oriented ILR takes a very different view of the civil justice system than the American Association for Justice that represents the country's trial lawyers. 
And they have identified what they say are the worst cases of corporate conduct. So I have both sides of the coin. Do you know what they say is one aspect of this whole thing, Preston? What? Exculpatory evidence. Exculpatory mm-hmm. evidence if we have not learned anything today, dear friends. Absolutely. Exactly. Benefits the, the uh, defendant. So here, here are here's a, a a thumbnail view of some of these uh, uh, lawsuits. All so, right. like one of them was uh, kind snack bars. You yes, know those yeah, yeah. Kind brand I snack like bars. They were sued for putting vitamin C into bars. Stop it. I don't know why. Like I said, I couldn't find the details on these particular cases, but somebody didn't like the fact that they actually put <laughs> vitamin C. Did they not? Did they maybe not they, list it? They didn't indicate it. Maybe I don't know. Not 100% sure. Would you like to litigate it here? There's a, a woman who sued for wanting more junior mints in her box. Oh, and my gosh. Which box? She filed a class action suit to get them. Now, I don't know if it was the regular size or the yes, little... I'd like more junior mints in my box. Or the little fun size. That is a little ridiculous, yeah. that junior mint box. They, well, they, they've had... There have been a number of cases like this. Uh, one of them in, in particular involves uh, potato chip bags. Yes. Where they were filling them with air. Yeah. And you'd get basically half a bag of chips. Well, and I remember a kid changed the tuna industry, believe it or not. How? Because they they, t- they took a, a bunch of tuna cans. You're supposed to get, I think, six ounces and took out the actual tuna and weighed it. And regularly, it was coming up like an ounce and a half, ounce wow. under. And if you're paying that much for it, you got to get what you're paying for, what it yeah. says on there. And it they had to retool uh, the industry a little bit because that, of the that. movie Tuna Boy. You oh, remember? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that movie. From Touchstone Pictures. <laughs> um, I got a question for you guys when it comes to um, foods like Junior Mints or let's say M&M's yeah. or anything like that. Food. Ha- food. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's food. I know. I know. Um, have you ever uh, um, opened them up and counted them to see it, how uniform the number is every single time? You like taking a couple of different boxes and open them up? No, no I have yeah. not. No, me neither. I was just wondering if you guys have. <laughs> I well, bet you have. You're, you're being ripped off. <laughs> I think. Yeah, hi, I just counted and there were 91 junior mints in this box and there was 108 in the other. Well, I tried to what do it. What the hell are you doing to me? I was chewing skull uh, because when you buy a pack of cigarettes, there's 20 cigarettes in a pack. And yes. I didn't know if that was the same thing when you bought pouches of uh, of tobacco. Right. I had no idea if it was, oh, there's always 20 pouches in a pack. And you know what? I, I only counted one time. And then I never followed up to see if the the next pouch that I opened up had uh, had the same amount. Good follow through, right, Press? <laughs> oh my God, you are so thorough, uh, very thorough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to let you know I never followed up on that or thought about it again. But I feel until I've been right wrong. now. Yeah, but I think I should secure a lawyer. All right. So here's the deal with the kind bars. Uh, the this person's lawyers claim so so. Uh, it said that they were being sued for not containing enough fresh fruit. The lawyers claim that Kind Bars misled consumers uh. by dehydrating their fruit ah. and putting chemical-sounding terms like ascorbic acid in their bars, and they want to pay out. But wait a minute. Ascorbic acid is literally a num- another name for vitamin C. So... So instead of a natural, I think probably it is natural. treated to be a natural uh, uh, vitamin C. But instead of because that's how they market themselves. Instead of a natural vitamin C, they're adding this to. It's my client's C. contention yeah. that this rendered him impotent. Oh, 
Uh, so that's why they were sued. Now, your the, kind boss made my client flaccid. The the junior mints. A, a woman in Illinois filed a lawsuit against. There uh, was one mature mint in my box against uh, Tootsie Roll Industries over the packaging of its uh, junior mints. Uh, the woman claims boxes of junior mints have almost as much air as candy, leading consumers to uh-huh. believe that they're getting more candy than is actually in the box. But the amount of candy is listed on the packaging. There you go. So, oh, really? so they lost the case. Yeah, by weight, it tells you how much you get. And doesn't matter. You, if you can see the weight. Yeah, exactly. Her lawyer says the it, 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 In fact, if, the, if they gave you junior mints in a Winnebago yeah. and properly weighed out the junior mints and that was on the package, yep. you have no case. Yeah, that is misleading. Her, her lawyer, no, because you get a free Winnebago. Her s- <laughs> lawyer says... The label is misleading and now wants to represent everyone who buys uh, junior mints in a class action lawsuit. The lawsuit is part of the growing trend of cases against food manufacturers over what is known as slack fill. Slack fill. Which is an air, a great country artist. An air cushion company's ad to prevent foods like candy or chips from breaking inside of a box or a bag so, they're, so they can move around. I bought a box of air the other day, Preston, and there was junior mints in it. It was furious. Uh, the plaintiff's attorney is seeking undisclosed damages uh, and an order that Tootsie Roll either fill boxes of Junior Mints with more candy or make the boxes smaller. So that's a, a ridiculous loss. Not to go off on a tangent, but what's the most outlandish packaging deception you've ever seen? Oh, I don't know. I, th- I mean, listen, I can't tell you the last time I bought Junior Mints, but the second you said that, I knew what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, you shake it. There's the a worst. lot of room. It was like a yeah. carry incident yeah. for you. But it's so they don't break. You're not going to get enough Junior Mints! Well, we just got, uh, who who gave us the uh, Ghirardelli um, basket over there? Uh, it might have been the Gator. Sarah? Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Okay. Sarah. No, no, Sarah it wasn't. Oh, it was? I thought yeah, it was Connor. Okay. Anyway. No, either way, um, there was a box of peanut brittle, right? So the big hole, and I showed it to you last you week. You did, when and I you were furious. It. I was not furious. I thought it was funny <laughs> because you opened this box of peanut brittle and there was a bag in it. The bag was half of the size of the box. So, yeah, uh, it was a tiny bag in a bigger box. Now, the bag was pretty full, yeah. but uh, it, to me, uh, that, that seemed like... Deceptive. Wait, de- well, not necessarily deceptive, but like a waste of packaging. Well, you wouldn't notice it because it was it was in a pre-done package where you couldn't get to the box to shake it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sure the weight was listed right. on the box. Uh, there's another one. You guys, I, I think I had this in the Bizarre File where the man wanted to uh, sue to change his age. Yes. For online dating This app. idiot. He was out of the Netherlands. 69-year-old man wanted to change his age to 49. He claimed that his birth certificate does not reflect his emotional state and his real age makes him less than desirable on dating apps. Uh, his lawsuit was, I, I believe it was tossed out. Yeah, because they found him just generally undesirable. Uh, oh, they did? Yeah, yeah. What it was? The court has deemed that you're just undesirable. I'm sorry, sir. And no altering of the age would... What they should do is allow two ages on your driver's license, how old you actually chronologically are, and what you feel like. I wonder if the guy would settle for something like that. I see here on your license you feel as if you're 28. <laughs> uh, how about this? A French waiter in Canada claimed that he was fired for being French. <laughs> in, a, a, in Canada? The waiter worked at Milestone's restaurant in Vancouver for about a year and was repeatedly warned about his rude and disrespectful attitude toward his co-workers. You, you covered this story. After being fired, he sued his former employee claiming French culture tends to be more direct and expressive and that his dismissal is discrimination. You dumbass. So... We're rude as a people. So, yeah, exactly. So this is yet another one of the most ridiculous lawsuits of the year. Look, if you don't fit into the 
type of person that they want representing their business. Yeah, they can't, you can't work here. I, I, I have to apologize for the waiter who called you a dickhead. He's French. Here, here's a here's a big here's a light bulb. Sometimes when you take a job, you have to act a certain way that you normally wouldn't act in order to draw a paycheck, as per the employer's request. Just the way it is. Yes. Yeah. Like like they're going to ask you occasionally to bring food out to people's tables. Once again, this is a list of most ridiculous lawsuits from the ILR, which, by the way, is the uh, chamber, the U.S. Chamber Institute for Legal Reform. Um, here's a case that has been called the poster child for everything that's wrong with America's lawsuit system, a case that legal experts agree should have been thrown out of court. A tow truck driver in Florida was clearing wreckage from an accident when fire ants crawled up his leg and bit him. But he later changed his tune when he sued the towing company, claiming he was injured by battery acid, even though his medical records show he told his doctors that fire ants bit him. So he was just, just a lie. That's just a lie. That's that's not that's not a uh, an excessive or uh, a ridiculous oh, case. Listen he to was this. Simply lying during the trial, a medical specialist verified that it was fire ants, not battery acid, that caused the driver driver's injury. Yet a jury still awarded him. $5.2 million in damages. There's, that is where, that's why the legal system is out of whack. That, 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 he still won, even yeah. though there was nothing. Now. Yeah, but maybe, maybe he realized the, you, the it wasn't carrying fire. battery acid. No, but maybe he realized it wasn't fire ants. And he, when he initially had gone to the hospital, that's how it was recorded because that's what he thought it was. Well, no, they. Maybe it the was doctor, actually the battery acid. A is medical what I'm specialist verified that it was fire ants. Hmm. So, but however, a jury, I guess, if this was a, uh, a civil suit, I, I think it was, I think it was battery acid, you know, came to the conclusion. Battery that, acid means fire ants. What? <laughs> Is that what it means? Yeah. I had no idea. It's a, it's a brand name for battery acid. A thank you to Marissa and the interns, by the way, for getting me the details on these lawsuits because I didn't have them. And They're going to sue you. They found them for me. Uh, here's one. Two South Floridans, uh, Floridians. Uh, don't want cheese in their quarter pounders, and they think that they should pay less for their quarter pounder orders when they visit McDonald's. Remember this? We've seen this, yes. So Uh, it's still the same price if you get no cheese? Yeah. The lawyers claim the customers have suffered injury. That was in the lawsuit. They've suffered injury. Don't don't you just want to punch people out when they do For having to pay the full price for a quarter pounder with cheese, and that McDonald's is unjustly enriched. There are people that get pretty passionate about cheeseburger versus hamburger. Well, you remember the whole thing with the the subway, with the um, uh, footlongs. Yeah. Yeah. And there was... Were they not? 11.5 inches or something like that. Come on. Yeah. um, my, My daughter doesn't like cheeseburgers she likes yeah. hamburgers and i get so annoyed because i i order hamburgers all the time with and cheese no oh. they go uh would you like cheese on that i go no uh, you know at, at first it doesn't bother you but like you know after the millionth hamburger that you order and they go Do, would you like cheese i go no i didn't order a cheeseburger i ordered a hamburger it's i mean it's i not, just i've i are instructed to upsell yeah I, I've, well i've switched to hamburger no cheese you know, just to just right. get it out of the way. You know yeah. what I mean? Just so there's no mistake that's made. Because a lot of people like cheese in their burgers, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't bother me that bad. But I know what you're saying. Like my, my son doesn't like anything. Like, And here's here's me ordering when we go. Because I want because we've had too many meals come and then we have to send oh. it back. And I'm like, you have to do it this way, son. This is how you have to say it. I want a hamburger with nothing on it. And I want nothing on the plate as well. Please don't put anything on the plate besides Hamburger and bun. If you order it that way, you'll get it correctly. Because if they, God forbid, 
had put a pickle on the plate. <laughs> Life. We over. have to send it right. back. I say a lot of times I That's will. That's me bitching about my son, by the way, <laughs> not the restaurant. I, I always say when I go to McDonald's, I get if, I, if I'm going to do it, I get a, a quarter pounder, a double quarter pounder, nothing, nothing on it, just the just the meat and the bread. And then when you specify it that way, that's what you get. I get it right. Yeah, Casey, when I worked at McDonald's, you were specifically instructed to upsell on every order. So if it was a, a I would like a hamburger, you would you were told by management you have to ask them if you want a cheeseburger. And, and the same thing with fries. Would you would like those large or supersized or whatever? It's just a, a, a way of, of upselling and, and making more money for the restaurant. What was the approach like, Nick? So someone ordered a quarter pounder. The quarter pounder's great, but let me show you a Big Mac. Yeah, I mean, you know. It, it depends on uh, which shift you worked at the McDonald's. If you <laughs> okay. worked in the lunch rush, uh, working the lunch now rush. Now I want a Big Mac. You want it done as fast as possible. But when you're as picky of an eater as, as my daughter and let's say your son now, perhaps because this happens all the time. We just had eaten out last week and they they mess her meal up all the time. And and now, like, my heart breaks because she's, you know, like, they always mess it up. Uh-huh. Because she doesn't like a specific ty- type of um, mustard. And so she loves mustard, but not spicy mustard. And um, just tell her, count your junior mints and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got to it's got to suck being a bit of a picky eater. I've got, I've got a couple of oh, my, my family. God, yes, and me, I'm like, oh, they got it wrong. I'll eat it anyway. You know, yeah, right, whatever. It doesn't bother me. I'll try something and say, I might like it. You know, dead mouse in this. That's yes, right. <laughs> I'll try one of those. At least it's breaded. Uh, so anyhow, the lawyers had claimed they suffered injury, like I said, uh, and they said that uh, un, uh, that McDonald's is unjustly enriched <laughs> when people who don't want cheese pay full price for a burger and they're suing McDonald's for $5 million. I mean, listen, I would uh. never go through with this, but I kind of agree. You're, you're taking a product off of it. How is it the same price? Yep, it happens with well, all look kinds Well, look at the things that they do now with where you have... Um, all the sizes of a coffee at certain places are, are, the, are same. the same. Well, and that's and I think because it's like ninety nine cents and it's cheap. But for right. somebody maybe who this isn't cheap for, you know, they would want it for. A well, what bit about less. lettuce and tomato and onion and mayo and mustard and ketchup and all that other I know, stuff? Yeah. I mean, is it how come I'm being kept down by the man? Well, know. cheese is the only thing that's actually monetized on a menu. You can see right. when you order a hamburger, it costs eighty nine cents. When right, you order right. a cheeseburger, it costs ninety nine cents. So if I asked him to just hand me the burger without a container, should they? Take <laughs> Take some money off that. Listen, this isn't food, but it bothers me when uh, I go for a manicure or a pedicure and I don't get nail polish. The rare times I don't get nail polish, it's the same price. I'm the king Should of brows. Been. I'm only going to do one eyebrow and charge you for both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were talking about uh, lawsuits, and we've all flown American over the last year or two. Um, have you guys been yeah. a part of this class yes. action suit with the baggage? Yeah. I have and, not. Do tell. Uh, well, I, I've received several emails, and I followed up on it. I haven't received any money uh, on it, but it's it basically was for anybody who'd flown American at any point over the last, I think, 16 or 18 months, and uh, they had overcharged for baggage fees. Interesting. It was, was a class action suit against Americans, so... Checked uh, bags? Well, yeah, right? Yeah. Checked bags, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, because they, uh, uh, on American, I think you I think you get one for free, uh, and then have to pay for the next one, but um, anyway... I think that's the way it works. Yeah, th- there was a class action suit, so I, I followed up on it. Kathy, have you actually seen any money on it? No, I okay. haven't. Like, I, got, I think I got an email, and I got a letter in the mail. My- they did make a settlement, though, Nick. Uh, you, you can get one piece of luggage with cheese. So <laughs> <laughs> well, How much what? are we talking here? Uh, well, you don't few, know. You, yeah, you don't uh, know what it is. Depending on the number of flights, Case. And uh, so um, I'm just reading it now. Uh, between uh, July 13th, 
2013 and June 7th, 2018. So a long stretch of time, five plus years or and about think, five years. Nick, I think that it said like if you you kind of have to fill something out if you want to be a part of it. And then they basically say just wait until yeah. I contact you. And then they extended the uh, deadline to submit for this lawsuit uh, to February of this year. Wow. Um Oh, on uh, on the, I'm, I'm getting a number of these saying this, the uh, text saying this, that basically uh, the quarter pounder with cheese, the cheese is free. Aha! Uh-huh. So if you think of it that way. Look at okay. you taking and taking and taking. <laughs> the cheese is free if you want it. You can if rent you the cheese. It. Well, then. Then it should be listed that way. What about extra cheese? <laughs> If you Listen, I, I couldn't help you uh, exactly, notice you were more. looking at the cheese. Let me go back and talk to the manager and see <laughs> what's it going to take to get a pickle on your hamburger. Yeah. See, if you order extra cheese, they're going to charge you extra. Yeah. Do they? So if you take the cheese off. They're not going to charge. They're going to charge, charge you extra cheese. nothing. I've never asked for extra I've never cheese. asked for extra cheese either. But you know what, Kathy? I will. Um, I don't know about fast I'll, food I'll restaurants, but other like restaurants, it'll be on the menu. If you want extra cheese, <laughs> it'll be. <laughs> If the cheese is free, then you can just walk into McDonald's and say, can I have a piece of cheese? I want yeah. cheese. Or just say, exactly. can, I, can I have a quarter of cheese? It's yeah. only free with a quarter pounder. Okay. Can you get extra rolls for free? I want a double roll on this burger. <sighs> yeah. Can I get four buns on this burger, please? <laughs> uh, l- let me get to a couple right, more. Please. We have many lawsuits to and, go through. And then we got to wrap up. These are the most ridiculous lawsuits of 2018. Uh, a woman is suing Canada or did sue Canada Dry Ginger Ale for not c- containing ginger. Oh, really? Uh, but Canada Dry lists the ingredients on every can. The woman claims the company's ads made her believe that Canada Dry was a healthier option over other soda. <laughs> oh I'm looking God. for it. I'm in training for the Olympics, and I need a very healthy soda. Ginger ale. Well, ginger, Just, the taste is derived from the ginger, ginger root. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but she thinks because that is a, you know, ginger is a natural. Yeah. Substance, I guess, that it would be a healthier option to soda just because it says ginger. Well, you know how they often discover natural soda wells. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Side note: Have you guys tried the lemon ginger ale from Ginger Ale or from Canada Dry? No, No. it's quite good. That sounds good. It's my recommendation for the day. Okay, I've had, I've had Crabby's orange, like uh, alcoholic ginger. Ginger Oh yeah, that's really good. I've had genital crabs. (laughs) You have them. Congratulations. All right, and then one last um, lawsuit. Starkist Tuna, man is suing them over the American Heart Association's heart checkmark logo that the company displays on, a can, on its cans. The lawsuit claims the logo misleads customers into thinking Starkist Tuna is healthier than other brands. But a brand can display that heart check logo if it meets all American Heart Association and government dietary guidelines and any food manufacturer is eligible. They think whoever is making this, uh, bring this lawsuit, thinks it's unfair to other tuna is saying that it's more Why do you care? As long as it satisfies the requirements and and it's allowed to put that logo up, why do you you care what other people will think about that? Yep, yep, exactly. So... These are some of these, these nudges. Uh, now, on the opposite end of the scale, the American Association for Justice that represents the This is the one with the flash and uh, Aquaman. No, that's Justice League. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, the okay. country's trial lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> have cases. Meanwhile, back at the tuna factory. <laughs> uh, the worst cases of corporate conduct for 2018. Cases that have brought various lawsuits and show why, in its view, the civil justice system is so important. So the worst cases include... 
Predatory student lending by uh, Navient. Yes. Uh, the failure by Takata to replace all of its defective airbags. That one's still going on. Yeah. And State Farm's secret campaign to install a favorable judicial candidate on the Illinois Supreme Court. So they're the saying old that, Illinois Supreme Court scam. That this is why we need to keep you know. Listen, both the, sides. The everybody the needs to be are. exactly. People yeah. need to be held accountable. Yeah. I want so. more. I want change. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, man, lawsuits. Can, uh, I mean, it just the idea. Steve and I had to go through a uh, a trial yes. uh, for a non-compete. Murder. Uh, no, it wasn't for murder. Uh, uh, a, a non-compete clause in a contract, and it was, it just flat out sucked all yes. the way around. There's yes. For everybody. You know, when I was on, I, I sat on the jury uh, last year. The, yeah, it was last year. And, and that, it just the whole, listen, I understand it's necessary, but what a, what a colossal inconvenience for a lot of people. Yeah. But some people make money off of it, and some people really need it, you know? But yeah. When it works, and, and, and innocent, or, or, you know, listen, when it works the way it's... I, I, I read a book that just uh, just recently that, that kind of heads me to a lot of the ways that our nation's laws work, and it's there's actually a, a great rhyme and reason to the way everything works, and it's it's... You know, when it works right, it's a wonderful thing. But a lot of people do take advantage of it and, and will game it. Yeah, it's not perfect, and nope. therefore there are there are loopholes. There, yes. are, there are ways around, but there's no perfect system. Nope. You know? No, no, no. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm, I'm getting ready to uh, sue is um, our, our telemarketers. And I, because I keep telling uh, these people that are calling me that I, I, I'm not interested and I still keep getting these phone calls, and and it's starting to like really, really piss me well, off. Well, this nonsense that you can you know eliminate those calls, or mm-hmm. or I, I still get a, a decent it's on amount. My cell phone. The cell phone has really gotten crazy. And, and I was thinking of this the other day. Um, like, do businesses get these same calls? Like Tina, who's downstairs in a, <laughs> at, at our switchboard, she's the receptionist yeah. for the for the whole radio cluster. <laughs> I mean, is she getting phone calls every single day from people trying to? You know, sell her things, or is it is it just cell phones I don't know. And, and, I don't know. and home lines? And I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, real quick, I got to hear from this. Um, Amanda was sued. Uh, hi, Amanda. You're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks. What was your saying? I um I rear-ended this guy going like 15 miles an hour in traffic in Trenton on um, Route One, and him and his wife sued my insurance company for fifty thousand dollars because his wife said. She was stressed from not being able to pay the bills and that he didn't perform well in bed anymore. <gasps> Are you oh serious? Oh, my they, God. They used, what? because of this fender bender, yeah. that he they couldn't have uh, sex any anymore. And I said, no, like, he obviously, it's because he's 60. It's not because I rear-ended him. <laughs> yeah. And they won, and they paid him out. They wow. won? How much? $50,000. And yeah. So what they do is they'll, wow. do, they'll, they'll set that amount, yeah. so that and below, and then they, they just do, the, 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 company, the insurance companies will just go. Just it's not go, worth the legal it. fees. Go, go ahead. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll give it to you. And that's why you see, like, wow. during the day, you'll see the, these commercials. Amanda, did it go to trial? Um, no, they just paid out, and then they, my insurance company sent me a letter. But it was 100000 total. Each of them got 50000 Oh, my God. All right, so here's the deal. Wow. Do you have to not come fair. into court and prove you can't get a boner? Right. Like, can you please perform in front of the judge? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. There needs to be some, you know, people need to be held accountable. You need to listen, dude. We're going to have to see this. All right. Uh, All right. Interesting. Thank you, Amanda. Appreciate it. 15-mile-an-hour fender bender. Loads of people that are involved in these (laughs) stupid things, man. 
Um, well, speaking of stupid things, uh, we have a contest. <laughs> and it is stupid, but it it's is. wonderful. But it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, or it'll be horrible. It's a chance to win $500. And uh, it's called the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. If you saw the movie with Sandra Bullock on Netflix called Bird Box. 50 million people did. Yeah. The uh, the participants, the people, the stars of the, the movie have to wear blindfolds and they go outside. It's just required. And so people were starting to do this Bird Box Challenge or trying to do day-to-day tasks with uh, with blindfolds on. Well, our birds are playing again this weekend, and in the lead up to it, we might have, we thought it might be fun to do the Let's Go Birds box challenge. This is you either attempting or achieving, uh, kicking a field goal or receiving a pass with a blindfold on. Yes. And you can do whatever you want to to doctor it up to make it appealable to our mindset because we're going to be the judges. We don't know exactly what we're looking for. Something to entertain us, if you will. But the great step off is just take a look at the video that Casey put up and uh, you can see it on our, our social media and on, I believe it's on PrestonSteve.com as well. Yeah, and in fact, if you go to PrestonSteve.com, it'll give you the format on how you need to submit this, which is on your social media account on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be. But there's a couple of hashtags that need to be included. Just go to PrestonSteve.com. It's right there. The deadline for this will be this Friday at 6 a.m. It's a quick turnaround. Yes. But you can win $500. Yeah. So whip together a little video, pop it up on for us, and uh, we'll find out who the winner is on Friday. It's a great way to tap into the general excitement, have some fun, and yeah. hopefully uh, send good vibes for this weekend. Let's go Birds Box Challenge. Birds Box Challenge. It's hard to say. I know. You know, we will have to do a Birds Box Challenge, which is <laughs> blindfolded, write a concerto. So you can go to uh, PrestonandSteve.com to get the details on that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We're going to welcome back an old friend to our studio when we return. Stay with us. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, I'd like you to make it a perfectly personal new year with our friends at Hannah Stone. Make it personal. Make it about you. You spend enough time over the holidays thinking about everybody else. Let's think about you now. There's over 50 locations of Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa in Delaware, South Jersey, Philadelphia, the Lehigh Valley, and the spa services start at just $59.95. Take a look at what I'm talking about. Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa. Go to handandstone.com today. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Real quick, Steve, since you mentioned the Officer Brad Fox uh, burger that they have at Steam Pub, I wanted to mention this, too, that starting on the menu, they have the Officer Brad Fox menu, which starts on January 14th, so on Monday, and it will be served until the day of the Brad Fox 5K, which is in April, and a portion of the proceeds will go towards the Brad Fox Foundation. So you're doing a you're doing a good thing. And it's not like too. all right, I'll choke this thing down because it's, we love uh, you know the, the memory of Brad Fox. It's freaking delicious, Steve. I'd say it's yum a dum dum. Yes, to quote oh. you, it's yum a dum dum. Yum a dum dum squared. Hey, we are excited to welcome back a gentleman. To our studio. He's been away for a little while. We were hoping this was going to happen. Yes. And sure enough, the Philadelphia Wings have picked him up. So he's back to play indoor lacrosse in Philadelphia. A forward return to the team. Ladies and gentlemen, your new Philadelphia Wing, Kevin Crowley. Yeah. Is here. This is Thanks for having me on. How you doing, Mr. Crowley? I'm good. I'm excited. This is. Uh, it's been a whirlwind of a week and... Excited to be back. I've missed you guys. We we missed you as well. And listen, you haven't been a stranger either. So during your time away from the team, when the team was gone from Philadelphia, we still saw you. You came and 
volunteered at the camp out for hunger. Yeah, yeah I try to stay involved in the community. Uh, I'm coaching lacrosse up in Westchester for my company, Fusion Lacrosse. So, you know, I try to give back any way I can. And, you know, obviously knowing you guys for so long and how good you guys have been to, you know, me when I was with the Wings and, you know, everything, it was, uh, you know, it's easy to come back and help oh, it's you guys cool. out. We, we were so thrilled when we heard it because I, I think Preston, uh, the, the one and only public display of Glocky, Yes, you participated in, which is uh, the the hoverboard. Yeah, we played hockey on on hoverboards, and the and the product brand was called Glide, so we called it Glocky. They're out of business now, uh, but anyhow, <laughs> you know, because of fires, you know, everything caught on fire except yeah. those, <laughs> except those. They didn't. But uh, but yeah, we, we Kevin was there. He was helping out with the camp out for hunger. It was me and Danny Briere. Danny Briere, and we played against Casey, and we didn't have another ringer. No, we didn't. So. We're like, Kevin, you played professional sports. You ever been <laughs> on one of these things before? No. No. Like, can you try it out? Yeah, sure. And, well, I mean, you know, and listen, if he plays uh, uh, lacrosse, chances are yeah. he's played hockey before as well. So he warmed up on that thing for what? Like an hour or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, even less than that. And you were really good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You took right to it. I still tell people Danny Briere looked me off. I thought I was open in the middle there. And he, <laughs> pass, but he took it to the cage. <laughs> yeah, that was at the camp out for hunger. We cleared out the, the tent inside. That was actually a lot of fun. That was fun. I enjoyed playing that, that game. Yeah, we should. Um, so how, did, how was it that... Um, how did this come to pass that you ended up back here? Because you went away and you played in New England for a while, right? Right. So the Wings became the New England Black Wolves. Uh, I was up there for four years. I got traded to Toronto in 2015. I was up there for a cup of coffee and then got traded back to New England. And uh, so this year I was an unrestricted free agent. They put the franchise tag on me. Um, I held out for a better contract. And in that span of holding out, uh, I didn't talk to my GM at all in that time. And then I got a call last Saturday and he said, he'd, you know, I'd been traded. So, well, you know, we we talked to some of the uh, some of the new players, some, and and the, the, there's an energy. I mean, we 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 did the official announcement at the at the uh, the camp out that the wings were coming back. I'm glad they stuck with the name and the whole thing. Yep. You know how well received that sport is in this city. I mean, I I I think we could hold our own in the country with we've got to be you know one of the most vibrant atmospheres for um for for this. So to come back has to be. Really good for you. You have to be very enthusiastic. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, I played on a lot of professional teams in my career now, and to, you know, be back in Philly, I never really felt like, you know, a, a real professional athlete, like, you know, your big four sports right. like I have in Philadelphia. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's stuff like coming on the radio with you guys here that really, you know, as a lacrosse player, we appreciate because, you know, we feel really relevant in the community and, you know, that's, uh, you know, Philadelphia has been the only city that's really offered me that. That does it, yeah. When Preston, you talk about when you first came to the to the city and, and we're seeing the uh, the arena getting packed with, oh my uh, God. you know, lacrosse fans. It was, it was still at the spectrum. And, I mean, I went to my first Wings game and I'm like, I've never <laughs> been number one to a lacrosse game in my life. Yeah. And it was wall-to-wall just jam with people Fired up and making tons of noise throughout the whole thing. I was very impressed. Yeah, that's the one thing I heard when I got traded or picked up here, drafted here. Uh, You know, people are like, the fans are crazy. You're going to love it. It's sellout games. And, uh, you know, the fans haven't disappointed. They've done a lot for me, you know, both on the floor 
in terms of supporting us and off the floor. You know, they they go out of their way for you, and you yeah. know they they do those cool things. Like I said, that you know you make makes you feel relevant and important in the community. So are you, are you now like the uh, you're the old man? Are you the, uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the senior player? It happened. It came yeah. quick. It came quick. <laughs> yeah, because if, if you go back to when when you got into the league, and I, th- I to correct me if I'm wrong, but you're the only player in history of lacrosse to be drafted first overall in both professional lacrosse leagues. So you were like the phenom rookie at one time, right? Yeah, that was, uh, seems like ages ago. <laughs> I'm looking at that picture of me up on the wall with my baby face there. That's uh, my rookie season. And so now you're now you're the veteran. Yeah, I'm the old guy now. Right. And I embrace the role. I like, uh, you know, I like when the, the younger guys can look up to me. I feel like I've had a roller coaster of a career and a lot's gone on through that. Uh, a lot of ups and downs. So I can relate to a lot of the younger guys and help them, you know, yeah, smoother sailing. It's an interesting dynamic because you have, you know, you obviously a lot of times you so you get a major contract with the, the Phillies or you know the you, you're on easy street a little bit. You, but but it's not the same with the Wings. It's just you know it's it's it, the other things have to come into play. And I mean you know it's it's not you know you you have to be a little bit more practical about it. But but uh, here you know. Uh, you have somebody with your experience, and you can pass that along to these players. And have they have have you have you had? I, I know you're interacting, and obviously everything's up and running. But has anyone sought you out and said, you know, what are you being sought out for your for your experience? Yeah, I mean, you know, I I just got to know these guys on Saturday when I got traded. We got to go out in the city yeah. together with some of the rookies. But you know, on the other teams uh, in the major lacrosse league, which is the field lacrosse in the summer. Okay. Uh, I'm the oldest. I was the oldest guy on the team two years ago. So, wow. uh, you know, these guys, you can kind of feel that they look up to you a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. very rewarding as a uh, as an athlete. That's cool. How old is the youngest rookie? Do you know? <laughs> probably about, probably about uh, 19. Some guys 19. go to college and come to the league. Some guys just don't go to college I, and, and I think work. And... The guys like that in your profession or any professional athlete that is that young and what I was like when I was 19, which is to say an idiot. And, and you know, anybody at that point in their lives, there's so much maturation that still has to come uh, at, at in all aspects, but certainly in the sport, but also just in life in general. You know, so any guidance that they can get is probably a pretty good thing. Yeah, and like I said, I like being that, you know, that kind of that guy. I feel like I've matured enough that I can be that guy. Um, it's funny on uh, it was a, the boys were having a Sunday fun day. Some of the the younger guys and I showed up there and I like I felt like a father figure. I was like cleaning up the table after that. Like, That's a, That's a, but you know what? In, in the sport in general, like the older, like like we remember you know Bergie and and you know even up and as as they got older, the the the, the skills are still there. In fact, they get more honed. You know, and lacrosse is very um, responds well to. That you know that wisdom and that and that accumulation of gameplay it yeah. seems to yeah and especially with the expansion now adding more teams is adding more roster spots right so hopefully yeah. I can play you know another five or six years yeah yeah it's crazy though because I, I think as far as professional sports are concerned um, lacrosse is the only one where you're playing a couple of different seasons in a year like and it's not to say that you know when you're a professional athlete you you maintain you stay in shape all year long so that when training camp comes that you know you're ready to hit the ground running but um but you know it's not like football players or baseball players are are, are playing in a, a summer league or or a winter league anywhere do you know what i mean yeah it's interesting for lacrosse players because you don't have everyone in the market at the same time like you're not running practices with your teams throughout the week so it's really on the players to get their workouts in watch film and you know in my experience uh 
the ones who stick around the league the longest are the most committed, you know, the most accountable for that. Right. Hey, uh, so, you know, since the, the team's been away from the from the city for a few years, that means the the game has kind of been out of sight, out of mind for a lot of people. Has the game changed much uh, since the Wings left and came back? I, I wouldn't say so. I think, you know, the growth of box lacrosse, indoor lacrosse in general has grown in, uh, in Philadelphia, and I think that's really going to help the Wings succeed this time around. Uh, you know, a greater knowledge of the game uh, and beyond just, you know, the fans that are coming back because they were loyal to the Wings before. I think you're going to see a, a whole new fan now and, you know, families coming up. Yeah, yeah. But no big no big rule changes or anything like that? Or, uh, you know, I mean, is it still a good physical, hard-hitting, yeah, uh, exciting yeah. game? Same, yeah. Uh, little fist of cuffs in yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> still allowed. Uh, right. Up and down the floor, same physicality. Obviously, with the, uh, you know, with the new concussion awareness, they've... Uh, Tailored back the uh, the high hits and you know and it's still punishing a, that it's a, a lot physical more. Game, though. It's still but, yeah. super physical. Yeah, I mean that's my my wife loves you know we, I probably you know have taken her to see more uh, lacrosse games uh, you know over the years than than any other sport. She she loves it and uh, you have cool I think cooler uniforms now. Yeah, the uniforms look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the new logo. One of my one of my favorite moves to see somebody do is, and you need to tell me if it has a name or not, Kevin. But when you when you fake like you're gonna like you're gonna take a shot, and you actually on the backswing go behind yeah, you a behind the back shot. Uh, that's yeah. that's what's called yeah. a behind the back shot. It's not. I thought it'd be like a, a whipsy doodle. <laughs> yeah, a whipsy doodle. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a dumb dumb. Yeah, some kind of funky. We'll name call it that from like now on. Yeah. I I love that when you guys do that. Is do you you save that for special moments or uh, it's the... special circumstances in a okay. game when or if you're showboating at the end of the game and you're up or <laughs> trying to impress you in the crowd? All right, can I ask you a question as to why uh, goalies in outdoor lacrosse still don't wear like leg pads and stuff? I just don't. I don't because my my little brother was a goalie and and uh, you know taking a lacrosse ball off the knee, it's Ooh. it actually sounds a lot, apparently it sounds more painful than it actually is. I but, can't believe that those suckers. I, but I, either at the way, velocity. Yeah, I don't know why I'd be scared crapless. The goalies in indoor lacrosse do wear pads and get away with all of that, and then outdoor doesn't. Yeah, it's uh you know in outdoor it's just. We always say you'll never meet a normal goaltender, yeah. and they have to have that little bit of craziness to them to get in there and see. These are these shots are coming 100 miles an hour, and they're yeah. bare, you know, hardly wearing any pads. Uh, they're wearing of, a cup, you know, yeah. a, a cup and, and some shoulder pads, had, chest protectors. I had yeah. a guy in uh, my college goalie didn't wear a cup some practices what? He, because he liked the thrill of it. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah, of, having, of not wearing a cup. Yeah. I'm not a cup. The thrill of it. Of having his balls ripped off. That's insane. It is. What's the worst uh, injury you've taken? Uh, I mean, not one, uh, like being hit by the ball. What's... Uh... Oh, I don't. I don't go back on the defensive side of the ball so much, so but no it, one's really shooting it at me, right. but I have gotten the way, and it leaves a nice, nasty welt on you. I can imagine. Yeah. Man. But, I mean, uh, if you, you get clocked like in the throat or something... You know, <laughs> yeah, that can kill you. Yeah, no kidding. Some people have taken it to the chest, and uh, you know it. It caused an irregular heartbeat, and they yeah. ended up dying from it. Yeah, sad, That's scary. Kevin, I'm just reading some of your stats. Um, they're really impressive. Last year, you had 51 goals, and that was a new record for the entire league. Uh, that was the highest in the league that year. Not a league record, but yeah, I had a good season last that's, year. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. It is, uh, you know, you're getting better with age, man. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate that. Let's hope I can keep it going. That's hey, right. So where where's home for you right now? Uh, I'm living in Northern Liberties right now. Oh, really? Go. Yeah. Oh, so, so you've you've relocated here then? You yeah. here or do the you stay here the whole time? time? That's right. 
That's phenomenal. Man. It, was, it wasn't something enticing about living in Uncasville, Connecticut. <laughs> Dude, I, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Uncasville is, I mean, you know, obviously they have gambling. No, no. And, and what's we're not this, allowed to gamble, so. What's, this, what's the organiz- organization Westchester that you're involved with? Fusion Lacrosse. And what do you guys do? Uh, we run uh, travel teams from third grade all the way up through high schoolers. Uh, we've been doing it for five years now and is really the reason I've stayed in Philadelphia uh, we started this when I was on the wings and, you know, continued to grow it to, you know, running tournaments, leagues, camps, and clinics and stuff. So okay. that kind of takes up most of my time. All right. And you guys are playing on Saturday? Is there a game yep, coming up? Saturday night, 7 p.m. All right. Who are you guys playing? Uh, the Georgia Swarm. They're uh, 3-0 and on the season right now, so they got a the opposite record as we do. But How long are they in the? have they been in the league? Wow. They used to be Minnesota, so they've oh. been around for a while. Okay. I got yeah. you. All right. So you guys are 0-3 right now? Come yeah. on, man. Well, here Hello. you are now. Yeah, yeah, He's exactly. not yeah, going down. No. <laughs> now, now, but you know what? The uh, you got the the uh, the commercials are running. You know, it, it, listen, it's it, you're back. You got to find your footing, and obviously, you're you're a massively favorable addition to the uh, to the team. And I think it'll be you know, it's it's always exciting, regardless. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, yeah. you know, being in this, the boys are hungry for a win. Yeah, right? yeah. and. Uh, you know, as uh, in Philadelphia sports culture, it's a good spot to be anytime you're uh, you're the underdog. So. Right. You got a lot of people texting in that are happy that you're back with the team and are excited about uh, play from here on out. Here's a text that says, my son played for Kevin at Fusion. My son loves him. He's a great guy. So, uh, by the way, combo tickets I'm reading here are available on wingslax.com. 23 bucks, man. Can't beat that. That's, uh, that's a great price uh, for a lot of entertainment. Is the music still playing during the entire game? Yeah, they got I love that, that going. They got a, uh, now they got a hot tub in the mezzanine. Yes. Right? I love so that. what's in the hot tub uh, for the next game? Do we know? Because they were going to change out things. They had water and... Yeah, we had uh, heard they were going to be filling it with, like, you know, it could be shaving cream or baked beans yeah. or all kinds of good stuff. But <laughs> it's yeah, possible. Maybe balls. balls. Okay. Balls. Meatballs? Meatballs. <laughs> With raisins. How about Nutella? <laughs> you can get big tubs of it at Costco. Yeah, that's right. Six pounds of them. Uh, well, cool, man. Well, we're excited. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. On uh, the team being back, you being on the team, it's a perfect fit. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you as the season goes on. Sounds good. Thanks, Excellent. guys. Great to see you. Kevin Crowley, yeah! guys. Back on the Philadelphia Wings. So we're excited about that. We need to take a break, though. We're going to do that very thing. We'll come back in just a moment or two. Get some more stories from the Bizarre File. And uh, don't forget Word of the Week prize, which I'll remind you of in a little while. And our new Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. I'll explain it one more time when we get back. Stay with us. An Amazon Echo spot or dot. Make sure you first enable the MMR skill. Alexa, enable MMR. Once you do, it's easy as pie to listen to MMR's live stream, the Preston and Steve Daily Podcast, or the Bizarre Files. Your wish is our command with simple voice activated access to WMMR. Alexa, open MMR. Steam Pub is here, and they brought by an amazing array of food this morning, and they also have a really cool event coming up. It's called Swing at Steam's Pubs, uh, Swing at Steam Pubs Cancer Charity Golf Outing, uh, September 9th, A little ways off, but you of course can uh, check into the details uh, on their website. I believe it's steampub.com, and it's for uh, brain cancer. Uh, the benefiting, you know, brain cancer research. Yes, yes. And it's held at uh, Philmont Country Club. We played there a few times. Yeah. Uh, so make sure that you check the the information out. And I'd like to give you a fifty dollars gift card to Steam Pub right now. We'll take caller number sixteen at two one five two six three WMMR, and you'll be good to go. Have some of their apple stuffed French toast or their ultimate breakfast burger if you swing by in the morning. But other than that, 
Uh, they have all kinds of sliders that they brought in here this morning, which are amazing, including the Waz Burger and the Brad Fox Burger and the Borzin Burger. All kinds of good food available at Steam Pub. So uh, we thank those guys for being here, and we'll set you up with that. Let's do the Bizarre File, and then if we have time, I'll tell you about uh, a, a cash prize that we have to give away. Uh-huh. And a little video you have to make in order to win it. So we're going to do the B-File now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, let's uh, dive right into things with talking about catering. Catering is one of the main areas that can make or break a wedding or a holiday or any kind of activity that you have taking place. Well, the bride in the Philippines who cut into her wedding cake only to find that it was made from polystyrene <laughs> styrofoam. <or> styrofoam <laughs> was a little bit surprised by this. Her name is Shine Tomeo. Uh, she and her partner, Jean Chen, paid a wedding planner about $3,000 to supply all the food and decorations for the ceremony. you got to see the picture of this, Kathy. The ceremony at the church went well with the day looking set to be the fairy tale of end of their dreams. However, upon arriving at a hotel for their reception, uh, the found, they found the company had not supplied food for their guests. Well, determined not to let the giant setback derail their day, they ordered a ton of noodles from nearby restaurant and carried them in trays into the reception. Problem solved there. Well, as guests sipped on uh, cups of black currant juice, all eyes were on Shine and John as they went to cut their wedding cake. However, as the blade sliced through the icing, a polystyrene and foam filling was revealed. I mean, that's like display cakes at bakeries. At this point, the 26-year-old bride broke down in tears in front of her family and friends. The caterer was subsequently arrested on suspicion of fraud, and police inspected the cake, which they confirmed was made from foam. Look at this guy. Oh, my gosh. The picture's up here, and you can see, so it has like a, like a red yeah, icing, yeah, yeah. and it's clearly styrofoam inside the cake. I'm sorry, was the icing edible? or Probably. They probably just used it they, as a They iced the make, styrofoam, exactly. Yeah, yeah, make it look like a cake. Shine says the caterer needs to do time for ruining her special day. She said, the woman we paid to do the food has ruined my wedding. She's a liar. She always asked me for money, and I always gave her what she needs because I wanted my wedding to be perfect. I will not accept sorry from her. An apology is not good enough. She needs to go to jail because she ruined my wedding. However, everyone did love the wedding noodles. Mm -hmm. They were delicious. Some people lose their dogs, and others apparently lose their goldfish. A woman in Great Britain identified as Tanya said that she had not seen her goldfish named Dave since Tuesday. (laughs) She says that uh, Dave shares his tank with three other fish. Dave! And that she's ruled out the possibility that her dogs ate Dave. Dave's disappearance has inspired a Facebook called Finding Davo. (laughs) Reference to Finding Nemo, obviously. And a number of posters are going to be put up around Tanya's home in the Park North area of Swindon in West London. How, they, West how, of London. how are they sure that the dog didn't eat the uh, fish? She feels that right. it is the case, and she's looking for Dave. So we'll see if she ends <laughs> up getting Dave. Officials foiled a suspected escape attempt at the McComb Correctional Facility where two inmates left makeshift dummies in their bunks and headed for the fence. They apparently attempted the apparently attempted escaped. Uh, escape happened at dinner time Saturday. An officer in the tower spotted the prisoners walking toward the fence. They did something very creative, Press, and they connected the dummies to their stereo, so it sounded like the they were snoring. Oh, <laughs> just Ferris like Bueller. Yeah, exactly. After walking alongside and behind the uh, their unit while the other prisoners walked to the chow hall, uh, the prisoners who were cellmates could now face new charges of attempting escape from the facility. Their identi- their identities are uh, Chakris Lowry. 
and Darius Culpepper. Are these dummies that we're looking at look incredibly authentic. No, those are real mug oh, shots right, of these guys. Uh, prison officials conducted an emergency count and found makeshift dummies in both the prisoners' bunks. The prisoners had rolled up their coats mm. and other clothing and positioned the materials under their blankets so it would look like, to corrections officers like they were in their bunks. They claimed that they were going to fight, but because they put their stuff into their beds... They traded it as an attempted escape attempt. They never got more than 10 feet from the fence, and they never touched the fence. The staff was alert and responded right away. They just went outside, basically. These guys are going to face additional charges. Uh, The rules of the jungle always apply. Even in midtown Manhattan, a ferocious brown eagle with a taste for blood descended onto an apartment terrace Friday afternoon and scooped up an unsuspecting pigeon to devour it for lunch. So uh, a guy named Nick Gillian said, I heard a terrible boom, so I thought something fell down. He lives in the sixth floor apartment where the eagle chose to dine. He walked out onto his terrace and saw the brown and white eagle sitting on top of the pigeon, which was firmly clutched in the eagle's talons. Gillian called down to the building's concierge, Michael Dwyer, for help removing the uninvited guests. He said he didn't want to get that get off of that pigeon. He wanted to eat it. The guts were all out, Dwyer oh, man. said. Yeah. A trio of cops were actually, they called the police to the scene. Because an eagle attacked a pigeon? Yes. That who, happens all the time. Who tried hitting their batons on the glass doors to distract the eagle in an attempt to save the pigeon. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. I figured that might be a bird sound. The eagle refused to budge and sat stone-faced with the uh, treat bleeding out beneath its talons. Oof. The bird finally decided to fly away from his ruined meal and left the terrace. So here's the question, though. You see nature taking yeah. its course. Do you intervene or do you just let it? It's <laughs> at that point the thing has been rendered. It's it's, it's, it's food at that point. It's, I, life it's been in the gutted. Wild. Yeah, I yeah. did it one time. Believe it or not, it's when you guys were in Pearl Harbor. Yes, and I was at the radio station editing uh, breaks. It was like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. It was in the back studio of media. I watched a hawk come down and, and, and start yeah. dining on a bunny. And I was like, oh, my God, i got to save the little bunny. Yeah. And I ran out there, and the hawk flew away, left the dead. The, the bunny was dead. It was I don't dead, know what yeah. I was doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I ended up ruining the did meal. Did you do mouth-to-mouth? I did not do mouth-to-mouth. Then that's now that's a wasted corpse. It's a waste, nah. yes. Um, so you ate it. But I, <laughs> I, assume, I assume the hawk came Ooh. back. Hassan pepper. <laughs> 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 Uh, when police and Gilliam were able to safely enter the terrace, they discovered a second dead pigeon. Uh, both pigeons could not be saved and were removed from the terrace. Those, they pick off pigeons all the time yeah. in, in large cities. Yep. All right, we'll do one last story. A Florida man denied ownership of three syringes removed from his rectum during a 4.30 a.m. strip search at a county jail. Mm. Cops arrested Wesley Scott, and they charged him with drug possession. Now, while being searched in the field, Scott denied having any illegal items, concede honor in his body. But when Scott arrived at the Pinellas County Jail, he was subjected to a strip search, and he removed three syringes from his rear end and provided them to a jailer. Scott then claimed that he, quote, found the syringes, and they weren't mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> These aren't mine. I'm holding them for a friend. Yeah. Uh, the There's also a lipstick up there. The explanation did not stop officials from charging Scott with introducing contraband into a correctional facility. Which oh, is, the syringes in my rectum? They're not mine. Which is a felony, by the way. And there you go. That's what I have in the B-file. Do I have time to explain this, or do we have to take a break? we got to take a break. Ah, damn it. All right, we're, ah, we're going to take a break. It's called the... Just go to PrestonandSteve.com and see the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. Yes. Chance for you to win $500. I'll explain it when we get back, but you can go ahead and get a sneak peek if you haven't already. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
What are you doing here? The one thing we know how to do. MMR rocks. Wishful thinking. You too, beautiful day. I, I mean, know. it is milder. It's it's comfortable, but I, you know, the cloud thing has just been uh, it's been bothering me. I need some sunshine. Uh, it does been, make a difference. It's been sparse, and uh, we are supposed to see some sun later on today. We'll see if that comes to pass. Today's high about fifty degrees. Well, partly cloudy skies, windy and cooler tomorrow, forty two, and then uh, cold and windy on Thursday with a high only thirty seven, and continues to go down after that. So. Just bringing you up to speed on that. Okay, so speaking of bringing you up to speed, uh, we have a contest that we just created yesterday. And uh, we're going to take this out for a spin. In fact, Casey was kind enough to go out and do a demo of what we're looking for from you in honor of our birds heading on to yet another round of the playoffs. Uh, And in conjunction with a thing called the Bird Box Challenge, we put the things together. All right, so Bird Box. This is what we do. Bird Box is a movie with Sandra Bullock, if you haven't seen it, on Netflix. And uh, in it, she and other people have to wear blindfolds if they want to go outside and stay alive. Mm -hmm. So people started creating these memes and and doing these things called the Bird Box Challenge, going around to try to do certain tasks while blindfolded. We thought, hey, let's add football and blindfolds Mm -hmm. and the Eagles and bring it all together and create the Let's Go Birds Box Challenge. So Casey has created a video of what you need to do. It's either kicking a field goal or receiving a pass while blindfolded. Now, whether you do it uh, successfully or not, that's up to you. I don't know, whatever. But we just want to see a video of you doing it and the one that we like the best. So I would recommend you get creative is the one that's going to win. Agreed. Yeah. To do something out of the norm. Again, whatever way you want to do it, however you want to pull it off, however you want to edit it together, it's an aesthetic as opposed to... And honestly, if it's a massive fail, but it's hilarious, yeah. send it. My, mine was fairly vanilla, I think. Um, but it, you set a proper tone. Yeah. So yeah. I want these guys or girls um, to be as creative as possible. Yes. So 500 bucks is what we're giving away. Details and an example video created by Casey Boy posted on PrestonSteve.com. And you'll need to get the particulars. So go to the website on what you need to enter because there are a couple uh, hashtags that have to be included. And you just get an idea of what you need to do. Now, it's quick turnaround. Uh, the Bird's playing this weekend, so we wanted to get a winner before this weekend. And the deadline is 6 a.m. on Friday. And then we'll get a winner by the end of the show. But we've got to judge these. And we're the judges, and we don't even know what our criteria is, to be honest. <laughs> we're going to let it be very visceral. Yeah. And that's so, how we're going to take it. Yep. So if you want to see <laughs> I'm watching Casey's video, the first kick attempt he just flat out whiffs and the second one he kicks the stand that he used oh. to hold the football and very nearly broke his toe which toe big toe my big toe my oh, right yeah man. we immediately got a text i think i broke my toe <laughs> that sucks man uh thank you very much to my son for filming to brian jocelyn who was a quarterback for the uh marple newtown uh newtown tigers and then uh, Cro- uh coach chris kicking for sending him out and uh don't hurt yourself while you do yes. this too please all right uh, all right, we're going to do today's lesson question. Going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show that's uh, the 11th through the 13th and then the 18th through the 20th. A lot of good stuff here. Uh, Nick, I'm thinking about going off the board. All right. Uh, Nick gave me a lot of great questions, but I really wanted, I was hoping that this one would pop up because he always just hands the questions over to me. Uh, what kind of vehicle do you get with a, a, a box of Junior Mints? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. You get a free what kind of vehicle with the Junior Mints. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening when we had our discussion earlier this morning. 
Call now, and we'll see if you can get the prize. We're going to be doing the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, and let's see what you got in store for today, Steve Morrison. Now, you're going to love this, Preston. Rappers Gucci Mane, Lil Pump, and Smoke Perp are forming a rap supergroup to play at Coachella. Said Smoke Perp, quote, no, I'm Lil Pump. Smoke Perp is over there. Oh, my God. Law and order creator Dick Wolf has filed for divorce from his third wife, Noelle Lippman. Lippman apparently became abusive, often calling the producer Wolf Dick. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, 45-year-old Kate Beckinsale reportedly seen leaving the Golden Globes with 25-year-old SNL cast member Pete Davidson. Beckinsale told a friend that age is only a number, just like 10-inch penis. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood track. All right, thank you, Steve. We're going to see if we can get somebody on the line who knows the answer to this question. What do you get? What kind of vehicle do you get with uh, Junior Mints? And I will go to Mary Beth, our first caller in. Hi, Mary Beth. Mary Beth. Mary Beth. All right, Mary Beth, do me a favor and tell me what you get with Junior Mints. A Winnebago. Yes. Yeah. A Winnebago, indeed. Hang on, Mary Beth. We are going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show. It's January, January 11th through the 13th. And the 18th through the 20th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. For more information and discount tickets, just go to phillyhomeshow.com. Music news time. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I was brought to you this morning by Dunkin' Donuts' new handcrafted espresso drinks from Dunkin' are amazing. Sipping is believing. Get any medium latte or cappuccino for $2 from 2 to 6 p.m. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. So Greta Van Fleet has been announced as the musical guest for January 19th on Saturday Night Live. Ah. Yeah, it's pretty cool for them. Uh, The quartet made its late night TV debut last summer on The Tonight Show, but this will mark its first appearance on NBC's prestigious weekend comedy and musical showcase. Uh, last month, Greta Van Fleet landed the four landed four Grammy nominations uh, for Best New Artist, Best Rock Performance, Best Rock Album, and Best Rock Song. And you remember Slash specifically cited yeah. them as hope for rock's future. Agreed. Uh, the band will attend the February 10th ceremony at Los Angeles' Staples Center. The lineups of two major festivals, one on the East Coast and one out West, have been announced. The 7th Annual Bottle Rock Napa Valley Festival has revealed its formidable lineup, which will include headliners Imagine Dragons, Neil Young, and Mumford & Sons. More than 80 acts are set to perform at the three-day festival set for May 24th through the 26th in California's Napa Valley. Napa's just a hop, skip, and a jump from San Francisco. That is correct. Where the yeah. streets run brown with poop. Yeah, it's uh, Tony Bennett loves San love, Francisco. Love Napa and loves San Francisco. Uh, also performing at the Bottle Rock Napa Valley Festival will be El King Chevy Metal, which is um, Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins side band. That's correct from uh, the uh, Foo Fighters. Santana is performing. Flogging Molly, Pharrell Williams, Cypress Hill, Jeff Goldblum. Yes, wow. he ha- Jeff Goldblum is doing uh, like spoken word, like Shatner type uh, music. Huh. Is he? Is he also a jazz musician? He is. He's a, okay. a, a pianist, I yeah. believe. Yeah. 
Uh, Three-day tickets to the event are on sale starting today, while single-day tickets go up for grabs on Thursday. Meanwhile, the bill for the 2019 Governor's Bowl Music Festival has also been unveiled, and that includes The Strokes, Florence and the Machine, Tyler the Creator, uh, Lil Wayne, Nas, and more. Uh, the ninth annual festival will take place from May 31st through June 2nd and on New York's uh, Reynolds Island Park or at New York's uh, Reynolds Island Park. They've had a bad history, though. My wife attended, I believe, the first or second one, uh, but they've had a bad history of rainouts. That sucks. Yeah. And uh, tickets will be available purchased at the festival site beginning 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern time on Monday. It's on the same uh, island where the uh, the Coast Guard station is for the uh, for New York. Nick, where did you and I go? Uh, there is, is that what that okay? Is that what that was? Yeah, we or went is up something for, different. No, it was. Uh, remember, it was the Amsterdam. That's it, what it was it brought was. to you by uh, Heineken, I believe. Um, and I I went two years in a row. I, I'm not sure if I went twice with you. But I went with Matt Court at one point, but it was a fun festival. Foo Fighters did it one year. Uh, LL Cool J, and it was a similar vibe. But it was on the yeah, it was on that island, Steve. I think it's the East River, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then uh, also Bonnaroo just got announced, and the reason I bring that up is because uh, it started out as a like a jam band sort yeah. of a thing, and then it turned into the rest of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Fish is actually going to be headlining Bonnaroo this year uh-huh. uh, on a couple of different nights, which I think is very very interesting. Cool. Got any details? I do. Do you want? Uh, well, because yeah, uh, I have nothing on it, so if you're, uh, you're going to roll with it. Go for it. All right. So uh, Friday night is going to be Fish, Childish Gambino. Uh, another band that I love is the Avett Brothers. They're going to be there as, as well. Saturday night is. I cannot believe this, but Post Malone is the um, headliner on um, Saturday night of that one. Post Malone. Post Malone. Uh, the Lonely Island, who we had here in the studio. Yes, uh, uh, the uh, Ad- Andy Samberg guys. Yep, and then Fish is also going to be doing two sets on Sunday night, uh, along with the Lumineers and, uh, you know, our favorite Cardi B. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> what about Offset? Will Offset be there or, or uh, uh, Lil Pump? I'm looking. Uh, Mac DeMarco is going to be there. What is about it? Casino oh, Roulette? You know what? Lil Dicky's going to be there on Sunday night. So, <laughs> All right, there um, we go. Yeah, so that's going to be the weekend of Friday, June 14th, Saturday. What about the, the Givens 15th. kids? Uh, I'm a Givens, them an A. Um, do you want to play a Lil Givens kids? Because I, I do. <laughs> I said A, right? Ah, shoot, man. No, it's okay. And you don't have to play the Givens kids. Are you sure? I'm positive. We do okay. have it available. <laughs> Uh, and that is all I have to say about that. What about uh, right. on-sale information and stuff like that? Uh, on-sale information. You can buy tickets. You can buy tickets whenever you feel like it. Just uh, take a look and, and see when they're available. On-sale this Thursday uh, at noon. Okay. okay. <laughs> Via what? Via Bonnaroo.com. Various okay. forms of commerce. Thank you. <laughs> that's, from, that's from the episode of What's Happening that featured the Givens Kids. <laughs> I remember Randy Jackson was on the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Which I didn't know was a real show until, you guys, I know. until you guys told me. I used to watch That's My Mama all the time because, uh, you know, Isaac from The Love Boat, that was his gig prior to The Love Boat. Ted really? Lang? Ted Lang was on uh, That's My Mama. I did not know that. With the big O. Wow. You actually going to play some of the Givens kids? Of course Casey, I am, you, Preston. Talk about it. Bubble, baby, brown sugar. 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 B
Yeah. See, if you look at the poster for that, it's my mama looked down all the way to the left. Yeah, it's Ted without the mustache. Yep. By the way, so, yeah, the Gibbons kids were on, and, and I, I just, I have to explain, because it's just too obscure of a reference, and uh, I don't want to leave our audience going, what the F was that? Yeah. Uh, they were in an episode of What's Happening. They were an acapella kids group who yeah. were on the gong show. Oh. All right. Yes. All right. So that's what that was. Those well, kids have a sound. If you re- if you remember, Rerun uh, also auditioned for the gong show, and everybody was upset because yeah. they thought that uh, he shouldn't have auditioned, and he made it onto the gong show, but at the very last second, he acted as if he hurt his leg yeah. uh, so <laughs> that he wouldn't outshine the Givens kids. Oh. He had heart. Yes. That was nice of him. He's yeah. a good dancer. He was a popper and locker. That episode wasn't as good as the Doobie Brothers, right? That like that's the that best. was a better episode. Okay, I, but that's my favorite episode. Remember who the actor was that said they was Givens them and ten was oh. because they used real celebrity judges. Yep. Um, is it Jackie something? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a guy. Yeah. Was it Jack Nicholson? No. Um, I'm Givens them a ten because <laughs> they're exemplary acapella. Singers. I think he was the lead actor from a TV show that was called Carter Country that was out at that time. Anyway, I do remember Carter Country. I don't remember the lead actor. Mm. Music news. Music news. <laughs> <laughs> Givens kids are not playing Bonnaroo, by the way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> to clarify. Wouldn't it be wild if they tried to sell tickets based on that? <laughs> and that's why we brought them up. They're not playing Bonnaroo. They're not at all relevant to anything. At all. <laughs> Atlanta-based band Mastodon has recorded a heavy new song, which they plan to release soon. The track was recorded last month at the band's new studio and marks the group's first new material since 2017's Emperor of Sand LP. I just saw the Givens kids in Bonnaroo. Guitarists Brent Hines and Bill Killher. No, Kellyer. Bill Killher? Killher. Killher. Bill Killher. Kill her. Kill her. That was our intern. <laughs> Kill Bill. Kellier. Yeah. Uh, described the track to Krang Magazine as respectively a fun listen and brutal, brutal. while uh, drummer Bran Daler. Occur- None of these are real names. Concurred, saying it's as heavy as I've heard us in a while. And the song is scheduled to receive a digital release ahead of the band's upcoming UK shows, which will kick off next week. Corn singer Jonathan Davis has confirmed via a post on Instagram that he is now in the studio recording vocals for the band's 13th studio album. After thanking fans for their support during a difficult stretch of time in his life, during which his estranged wife, Devin, passed away, which was horrible, uh, Davis ended his update with the hashtag recording vocals. And he had said, uh, I want to thank all of you for your kind words over the last couple of months. What I'm going through has not been easy by any means. You all help make the pain bearable in return. I promise to give you... All my uh, amazing new corn. Re- uh, sorry, uh, I promise yeah. to give you all. all oh, to, oh, sorry. Give my all. Give you my all on this amazing new corn record. I just blah, purchased an all. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then one last story U2's ongoing vinyl remaster series rolls on with the February 22nd release of the band's 2009 album, No Line on the Horizon. Perhaps you remember this one. First heard it from the Gibbons kids. <laughs> You're on the gong show. The star from Carter County said, I'm giving them a 10. Great moment. 
Hope you like it. I was curious what the texts were saying about that. And uh, <laughs> there's one guy that likes it. Yeah. Got a fat kid eating popcorn. <laughs> Keen Holiday was the star of Carter Country who said, I'm giving them a 10. It's got to be from like. I was right. Keen Holiday? Keen Holiday. Wow. That's the guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> it's as obscure as you can get. There you go. Somebody says, My second favorite episode. Next to them trying to illegally record the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> and, and I'll now have that song in my head for the rest of the day. Thank you. And then this one says, if which Doobie you be. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was, which brother are you? Or, or something no, like that. I was like which that. Doobie you be. It was it which Doobie you be? Okay. As far yeah, as yeah, I can yeah, remember, yeah. yeah. Right. And there was a black and there was water. one black guy, the bass player in the band, the Doobie Brothers. They had a, they had a, a bunch yeah. of different people that came in and out of the band. And, and one of the kids goes... You know, are you a half brother? That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rerun was uh, had snacks all up his trench coat. Mm. <laughs> the audience loved it. Which audience? Our audience. <laughs> Which doobie you be? Is it remembering fun? Yeah. Is it remembering fun? fun? <laughs> All right, so the set, which was the band's uh, chart-topping 12th studio album, has now been remastered and pressed on 180-gram double LP black vinyl. Plus limited edition, 180 gram double LP ultra clear vinyl. I always enjoy music that weighs more. Yeah, the album which all told told at debut. <laughs> all told, it's 11 pounds yeah. of U2 right there. Uh, debuted at number one in 30 countries. Was produced by Brian Eno, Daniel Lanois, and Steve Lillywhite, and recorded in Morocco, Dublin, New York City, and London. No line on the horizon featured the band singles uh, Get On Your Boots, Magnificent, and I'll Go Crazy If I Don't Go Crazy Tonight. So that's coming out on vinyl all of it. And there you go. That's it. Music news. <laughs> what an informative break. Um, so with that, we're going to take one more break, come back in a second, get ready to wrap up the program, tell you about the letter of the day, word of the week prize, anything else that is pertinent. We'll be right back. Become an MMR VIP. Get early access to concert pre-sales, special deals, and VIP-only contests. You'll get our newsletter about twice a month, most of which you'll find worthwhile. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Who Fighters on 93.3 WMMR. Times like these. It's about 10.36 with the Preston and Steve show. Did you know that Wolfman Jack was also on uh, that episode of What's Happening with the Givens Kids? That is the rumor we were talking about a little while ago. So did he hear them and, and think they have a no. howling good sound? No, he was one of the judges ah. on the gong show that particular day. So, And uh, Casey wanted to point out that Nick sounds like Wolfman Jack today. I really want to kiss and make up, but I got the feeling she's prepared for an all-out war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take it. Just like it. Yeah. Just well, like Wolfman Jack. I loved Wolfman Jack. Well, if you want to see Wolfman Jack at his absolute best, uh, American Graffiti. He's yeah. great. He, and he's so cool because he's, uh, you know, there's that scene where Richard Dreyfus turns around and realizes, yeah, Wolfman's not, not here, but I'll, I'll give him the message. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, because Richard Dreyfus wants to meet the blonde in the, in the Thunderbird. And uh, it, but it is him, and you, you see him alone. And for all anyone who's ever done any radio, it's it's really it's heartfelt. It's very cool. He was uh, he had broadcast out of Mexico on an AM one hundred thousand watt radio station, 
Gang, that could reach almost the entire continental United States. That's yeah, how yeah. powerful that was. Yeah, AM waves go really, really far. They bounce off of the, the atmosphere. And if you had 100,000 watts, it was, it was the transmitter was out of Mexico, and almost the entire country could hear them. It was wow. pretty wild. You're having an orgy. How many people you got over there having an orgy? It takes about 12, really, for a nice orgy. <laughs> Was that American Graffiti? I don't know. I don't think he has a whole bunch of stuff like that, though. That was uh, that movie. Steve was filmed in Pierre's hometown of Petaluma, California. Yeah, yeah. And was the blonde Suzanne Summers? It was yeah. Suzanne Summers and the Gibbons kids make an appearance. Okay. Oh, I did no not know way. that. Yeah, yeah. Show party. <laughs> Ah, those kids are really good there. Uh, Chuck D'Amico's in here. This is uh, all about Wolfman Jack right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, have a, sure. I have a really eerie Wolfman Jack story. Oh, okay. Uh, he came to the station here when we were at Fifth and Market. <sighs> really. Chuck, you're my son. I'm guessing the year, like, 95, something like that. Uh, He was promoting a book, and he was talking about how great he felt, and we were telling him how great he looked, right? Two days later, he's dead. Wow. Two days later, he was dead in, like, D.C. I think he died in in a hotel room or something like that. But while he was here, I had gotten a picture taken with him that needed to be developed, old school school camera. So when I finally got the picture developed, there's this really, really weird, like, fog in the picture. Mm. And it's like, you know... It was super eerie. I wanted to write a letter to my brother, but I can't find any paper. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, so that's wild. So you're basically saying you murdered him. Yeah, pretty much. We killed him with our camera. Um, But no, it's just really, really strange, kind of creepy. There's some sort of smoke coming out of that camera. (laughs) His middle name Uh, is Weston, by the way. Oh, Oh, my God. uh, Stop it. Robert Weston Smith. I have a brother. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you hear the resemblance yes. in our voices? Absolutely. Bill <laughs> Weston and Wolfman Weston. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's this I got all over my floor here, man? I, oh, I spilled my chocolate sauce, and my pizza landed right near the cran spot, you understand? Wait a second. It was Buffalo Bill and Wolfman Jack. Uh, you're right. Animals. Wow. Right, interesting. It could have been Bill Weston in American Graffiti. And speaking of what's happening. Third leg of the stool. <laughs> Gibbons kids. You know, somebody had texted in. They were talking about uh, um, Roger on. on uh, yes. Yeah, Raj. His name was not Roger. I did not know it that. Was it was Raj. 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 R-A-J. Hey, yes. Oh, no, Roger, Raj. no rear, no rent. I never knew that. Huh. Oh no, Roger! No rerun. No, no, Raj! No re- no run. No rent. I always uh, said no, Roger. I think it's Roger, man. Okay, I well, looked on. We're th- looking. I remember looking up the credits. Yeah, and it, and it was spelled R A J. Well, it's Roger Raj. Oh, uh, okay. Thomas. So it was a nickname. Yeah. Got it. Right. He was the only one that made it to what's happening now, right? No, yes. no. Haywood Nelson made it over there. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And did you know, and I don't know Raj, <laughs> the actor's name. I know it's bizarre going all over the place. But he was in, uh, he's in Malcolm X. What? Yes, he is. he is. He's one of his main um, uh, supporters. And and he comes he, he comes to Malcolm X and says, you know, he, he goes, Brother Minister, there's something that uh, I was asked to do and I, and I can't do it. And he goes, what? And he goes, they asked me to wire your car so that it would explode. Yeah. And so he has a he has a pretty main part mm. in it. And uh, Brother Malcolm, I'd like you to listen to this group of singers. <laughs> <laughs> they are called the Gibbons Kids, and they are very talented. But I want to let the white man know yeah. we understand the inherent talent of the Gibbons Kids, and we will not stop until they have a recording contract. According to the. Uh, Honorable Elijah. Absolutely. And over here, of course, you remember the cast from a BJ and the Bear. (laughs) They say. (laughs) But anyhow, I was surprised to find out that he, that was, I was really happy. I'm like, no, it's good. He's very good. Because some people have a sitcom uh, gig for a few years. It'll go well. And then they come here and get killed. And then, no, then their career is over. That's what I was going to say. By the death camera. But he's in one of the. 
greatest movies of all time, in my opinion. So, um, so this rest- has been your What's Happening. <laughs> rest in peace, Wolfman Jack. Yeah, rest in peace. Don't develop that Wolf- picture. He'll Wolf die. Wolfman Jack. Oh, man. Craig Legans wants to talk oh, about what's know. happening. Yeah. Let me go to him. Hi, Craig. Good morning. You're killing me. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, this right. is one of my favorite episodes of What's Happening, obviously. Do you remember the other judge on the uh, on the show, Casey? By any chance? Wolfman Jack and then some chick. Shirley? No. <laughs> Barbara Rhodes. Barbara Anderson. Who was it? Barbara Rhodes. Oh, Barbara Rhodes. Rhodes. I know. Yes. yes. Another. Uh, you'd see her all over the place. Barbara Rhodes. Yes. Yeah. And the actor who played Raj was Ernest, Tom- Ernest Thomas, and I was, he didn't watch Everybody Hates Chris because he was on there all the time. No kidding. I didn't I didn't watch yeah. Everybody Hates yeah. Chris. Okay, he well, that's cool. Also in Funny People, right? Yes. Okay. All right, so he's he's worked. He's had his fair share. He, he eluded our death camera. Yeah, and, and everybody, <laughs> uh, Nick, made it back to What's Happening Now. What's Happening Now. Yeah, everybody. everybody in fact, Martin Lawrence yeah. made it on the What's Happening Wolfman now. Jack didn't. We no, murdered no. him. <laughs> and, one of the wor- and one of the worst episodes huh. of that show was when they had the love, the love story between uh, Dee and Dwayne. I hated that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Dee was always uh, the, the, the sassy, snotty. I love So Dee. Shirley Hemphill played the big O. You remember yep. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she had a, and D had always had a crush on Dwayne, and she revealed it, and what's happening now? And what was his? They had. I got it, I got it, and got I it. got to report it. Actually, Steve, that was uh, Junior from uh, That's My Mama. That's My Mama, by yeah. Ted, by Ted Lange. Right, yeah. Now, his, now, his uh, now Dwayne, Dwayne was, was uh, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, that was his thing. And uh, I, I love that show. And then the other, the other phrase is one of the best ones was, we got to kill Wolfman Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys remember that the mom from What's Happening was also Steve Martin's mom in The Jerk. In The Jerk, <sighs> yeah. You're right. Ma- Mabel King. Mabel she King. Was she, great. And she, she, she was great. She was doing The Wiz on Broadway the same time she got What's Happening. Okay. So she, and she, she went on to play Marsha Brady. No, she didn't. Exactly. <laughs> she was much older than Marsha. <laughs> well, here's the ironic part, though. She had to leave The Wiz. Uh, she was, she played the the uh, the, the queen on uh, the Wiz to go on What's Happening, and the person who replaced her on Broadway was Teresa Merritt, who was Mama in That's My Mama. Damn, that Craig. Big, yeah, wow. and then she went on to play John Wayne in True Grit. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be on What's Happening. Mabel King eventually lost both of her legs and an arm to diabetes. Oh man, yeah, she was yeah. a big woman. Yeah. yeah, that's sad. Okay, too much over. All right, hey. Yeah, ha- Thank you for the heads up. Happy New Year. Craig, yeah. I appreciate Merry, it. Merry New Year. <laughs> Merry, Merry New, New Year. Year. <laughs> oh, man. What? I didn't get that sent to me this year. Usually somebody sends me the Merry New Year oh, with, uh, with Eddie Murphy. All right, no thank one, you. you goddamn jerky beef. Thank you, Craig Legons. We'll see you later. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. It's coming. It's, uh, hey, oh, your news be good news. Um, <laughs> so that happened. Uh, what half exactly? Half-hour half discussion. I, don't, I, don't know. Um, I know Pierre's probably racing down the hall because he. Yeah, I, I, I've got to get in on this. What's happening? Conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. So we should do the. Or maybe Pierre will confess to being the one who killed Wolfman <laughs> Wolf Jack. Jack. Maybe we should do the letter of the day. Is it you doing that case? Um, okay. All right. Okay. So I don't see Pierre, so we can we can do that. Now. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. Wolfman Jack and I have the letter. The, pres- the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter O, as in Oakland. All right. Ooh. So you should have two letters. Five gets you a five hundred dollar Mealy's furniture gift card, which you're going to give on Friday. 
Don't miss the total warehouse liquidation event now at Mealy's Furniture. And you can save up to 70% on their already low prices. You'll find clearance savings on top clearance savings at all eight Mealy's locations and Mealy's Furniture, just what you're looking for. I do need to thank a few people. I want to thank Kevin Crowley for being here. Yes. Back with the Philadelphia Wings where he belongs. What a nice guy. He is a super nice guy. And uh, they have a game on Saturday, 7 p.m. They're playing Georgia. And tickets are available at wingslax.com. Go and see them. Uh, thank you also to our friends at Seam Pub for being yeah. here. They brought Superb by food. a ridiculous amount of food. It is so good. And you need to check their website out at steampub.com. They are in Southampton. A couple of things coming up with them. Uh, they introduced their officer, Brad Fox, menu on January 14th. It'll be served till the day of his 5K in April, and a portion of the proceeds will go uh, towards the Brad Fox Foundation. And they also have a golf outing, charity golf outing, and it is called Take a Swing at Steam's Pub Cancer Charity Golf Outing, September 9, 2019, for brain cancer held at Philmont Country Club. And thank you for everything, guys. We appreciate that. Also want to reiterate, <clears throat> oh, and we have a Tattoo Day winner. I, gotta, oh, I will reveal oh, who right. that is. Very nice. Uh, but reiterating the Let's Go Bird Box Challenge, chance for winning 500 bucks. you got to make this little short video for us, if you will. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to explain it over and over again because I've done too much of that today. But you can go to PrestonandSteve.com. It's real quick, and you just might win. It's a goofy thing that we're doing. Get so. a little creative. You could end up winning 500 bucks. Yep. And uh, the next chance for you to win, MMRs Go Fund Yourself, $1,000 cash, Prize will be at 11. Yeah, it's coming up at 11 because <laughs> oh we do it five times a day. We already did it at 8 o'clock today. Next time will be 11. And then 1, and then 4, and 6. And we announce that hour's keyword. You enter the word via the MMR app or your mobile, on your mobile device or at WMMR.com. Not only a chance for you in $1,000, but potentially a $10,000 grand prize, and that's from Armor, Metals, and Recycling. All right, I think I got everything. Yeah. Congratulations to our first winner of Tattoos Day through this new way of doing things. We got lots of texts, and our winner is Melissa Cameron. Who is from, is is it Marsville, PA? That's what it looks like, man. Marsville? No. uh, M-A-R-S. Oh. V-I-L-L-E. Maybe it's Morrisville. It's I'm Morrisville, not, I'm probably. Sure. Yeah. Marsville. Uh, we'll double check on that because we. I think we do have. Uh, it's right phone next to Jupitersburg, <laughs> and so forth. So, I did like that. Thanks. <laughs> so, congratulations to you, uh, Melissa. We'll get you out, get you some ink, and uh, it's Preston and Steve Tattoos Day. Uh, thank you to the sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Royal Caribbean. This is not the Caribbean. This is Royal Caribbean. Come seek. And tomorrow on our program, uh, we will go on Fox Day, Fox Good Day, check in with those guys, and we will have comedian and actor Adam Ray in ah. our studio. And we'll get into some other stuff too. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you live. I really want to call the cops on this guy in front of me on the turnpike who is watching his phone while sitting in traffic. But he has a WMMR sticker on, so rock on, brother. Five through this time. Next message. I have been listening to you guys forever. I'm a podcaster, so I'm about a month behind. And I just listened to the story of Casey crapping outside the radio station. And I had to pull my car over because I can't see through the tears in my eyes from laughing so hard. Casey, if you're regretting telling that story, don't. It was 
hysterical. Next message. I don't know why you feel the need to be a like a hundred percent of the time. Could you just maybe for a minute try not to be a the same? The Preston and Steve Love You Hate You line. Call 484 1333 MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.